Are we live? Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> yeah, we got our logos there and everything. Let's go. <laughs> Let's logo. That's nice. You got some ice water there, buddy. What do you got? What do you got? What's you, what you drinking there, bud? The root beer flavored sparkling water. That's what the really fuck? weird. Why did you just have root beer? <laughs> That's Trying really cut. weird. Trying to cut the soda out, boys. I don't like that. I don't like that for you. Dude. Why, dude? I'm trying to be healthier. I'm turning yeah. 30 this year. Like, what I'm trying to say, I'm almost, I'm almost 35, and I'm drinking. I had a coke for dinner. And what's the? You think you're better than me? <laughs> yeah, dude, I totally am. I do think that. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna talk. We're gonna talk about that today. Actually, that's one of our themes of E3 is how much better than you I am. <laughs> All right, let's get started, guys. Welcome to. Uh, it's Thursday. Sorry. No, it's okay. That's like. You, there are, you're our soundboard, I guess, until we get an actual soundboard. <laughs> you guys want a soundboard? I can get a soundboard. Yeah, dude, get a soundboard. Yeah, we need birds. We need birds. Birds. Okay. We should make one of that one of the noises on the soundboard. It's birds. Birds will be one. We'll each have one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's a dude. Why is it Game Pass? <laughs> game Pass. Game Pass. Game Pass. Dude, that'd be great. Every time there's a Game Pass game announced or you talk about it, we just drop that Game Pass. Just drop it like it's hot. All right. While you're setting that up, everybody, welcome to Thursday. It is or it's free. Yeah, yeah. It's our special uh, E3 slash post E3 slash middle of the week. I guess E3 is over today uh, edition. We should have called the show or it's E3. That would have been fun. But anyways, welcome to Thursday. (laughs) Um, we've had a lot of announcements. You I mean, could week. name it that. Yeah, there's nothing. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm gonna post that tomorrow. Fuck it. You, you know, you guys are right. Thank you for inspiring me, dudes. You inspired yourself, but we just gave you that little nudge, you know, to say it's okay. Look, we're a collective on... now. So on Thursdays, we're all a hive mind. So when I thank one of us, I thank all of us. <laughs> Very well. Is that okay? It's it's more than okay. Thank I'm you. glad you're thinking of us. There's it's times okay. where I don't think it's okay, Gabby. I feel like you're fine oh, you know what it's fine anyways welcome <laughs> to the show uh e3 is over or at least the uh the press conferences are over so the three of us are going to talk about it today uh lots of announcements lots of exciting stuff that we've been kind of discussing between the three of us but also i guess it's kind of exciting because we haven't talked as much about i guess like our individual feelings on the conferences obviously we talked like throughout them but um going back and kind of grading them a few days later i'm pretty excited to talk to you all about about what that's going to look like so um, but yeah, but it's myself, um, you guys know me, Dan, uh, Doxy on, on all of the social medias, uh, and then Devo, whose channel we're on right now, Devin, Dr. Ice. Did you, do you like Dr. Slice? Did you hear that in our intro? No, Dr. Slice. Dr. Slice, baby. Yeah, dude, you need to listen to the intro that we did, our first, uh, or it's free announcement that me and Gabby <laughs> were just riffing on each other. It was so good. I like that. I like um, that. And then we got Game Pass Vape God, Gabby. <laughs> Saw, dude. Saw. Oh, Game Pass Vape God. <laughs> dude, that's your new... Uh, between that and uh, Lebanese Daddy? I'm Rad Dad. Ones. Rad Dad right <laughs> Rad now. Dad. Rad Dad? Is that a... Hell yeah. Rad Dad and Dadchella is like my summer vibe I'm going for. Dadchella? <laughs> yeah. I can't but... take... I can't, Shane... Shane called it Dachella and I'm like I'm taking that so I I like it so I'm into it Carps off boys July 1st Carps off Ferda Ferda 
I was going through uh, our Knockout City profiles last night, looking at all of our levels, and uh, we're all pretty much in the same spot, but it's been a little while since we played together, so I'm excited to yeah. jump back into it. Yeah, I, I uninstalled the game. I had to make some space. <laughs> I'm just joking. I did not do that. Fucking Game Pass, dude. Game I Pass, Gabby. I almost sprayed my coffee, man. <laughs> it's still installed. I'm down to play it. I've been wanting to play it, but every time I like have a moment to play, I've been playing uh, Halo Campaign. I have three three levels of Halo 1 left to do. Nice, dude. Yeah. Yeah, dude, don't play Miles or Fall in Order or any of the other games that you're That's in what I'm saying. And, and, and like... that's exactly why I didn't buy Ratchet. I went, I loaded up my PlayStation 5, dude, and I went to the store and then I I forgot, I knew, but I forgot the, the PS5 uh, exclusive like price hunk, the price hike. So it was like 80 bucks plus tax. I was like, should I buy this right now? Like, I have Miles to play, I have this to play and that to play. I probably oh, won't fantasy. play this right now, so I'm gonna hold off. I do very much want to play Ratchet and Clank, but I know we'll, we'll probably talk about that a little bit later. But yeah, I mean, I'm gonna talk about it right now, really quick, because I want to focus on E3. But yeah, Ratchet and Clank, sure, Final you Fantasy. You want to go seven. over like what we've been playing this podcast past week or so? Then mm. yeah, let's do that. Well, we'll let's do releases quickly because right before E3 last week, it was Thursday when we did the the show for uh, uh, Summer Game Fest, like when we kind of recapped that. But that night, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate came out for PlayStation 5, and then yep. Ratchet came out a few hours after we recorded. So it was a pretty busy week for the PlayStation 5 last week going into E3. Um, so yeah, I've been playing a lot of Ratchet, still kind of you know switching between the games that I've been playing. Biomutant, uh, Ratchet, and, and MLB are kind of my three right now, and then Knockout whenever you guys are down to play. <clears throat> um, but yeah, Ratchet's great, man. Like it's kind of the way I described it to a friend. I'll keep it really, really brief, but um, it's it's to PlayStation software what Astro's Playroom was to PlayStation hardware, and that by me, I I mean it's a celebration of like franchises in the past, like the way that they really like use the riffs and the kind of the multi dimensional setting of a Ratchet and Clank. It's just there's just a lot of moments that made me smile in the game, just from like little Easter eggs and and little pieces of lore from different PlayStation franchises. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this a couple weeks ago, but, like, they announced one of the guns in the game, like, creates a portal to different PlayStation franchises and drops, like, items in. So that's not all of it. Like, there's more to that uh, in the game um, in the form of different kind of codex entries and stuff like that. But just a ton of fun. Um, put a huge smile on my face to see some of the uh, the Easter eggs to different PlayStation franchises that uh, we haven't seen in quite some time. Um, I will leave that as kind of a secret, but I, I'm sure you guys know what what I love, so you know what I would want to see in this game. But yeah, it's kind of everything that I've I've, I've wanted. So can't recommend it enough. A uh, little bit on the short side, it's about 15, I think, 16 hours for the whole game, um, which is you know, Gabby, to your point, like it's a little bit, it, it's it's a full price next gen game, so it's a little bit on the pricey side. But I mean, it's it's absolutely worth it. It's it's hard to justify not. Uh, not playing this game regardless of the price point. So Ratchet okay. Clank Rift Apart. Yeah, love it. So good. Question for you. Sure. As someone, I'm talking, speaking for myself, who has yeah. never played a Ratchet and Clank game, is it is it okay to jump in from this point? Yeah, I I think this is the this is kind of the good thing that I think Insomniac does with the Ratchet games is like if you know if you know the background of it it really makes it better but any point of entry other than maybe like a few any point of entry really feels like you can jump in and and, and if you wanted to do more like supplemental reading to kind of understand some of the characters and stuff like that 
Um, you can. Even for myself, like I haven't played every Ratchet game, but I've played, I think, all of them since PS3, is, except for I think All for One is the only one I haven't played. There's quite a few of them, right? There's 20, 24 titles, so there's a That's lot. That's wild. Yeah. Oh like, I didn't know that until I, I thought actually they were did like some high research. Digits. That's there's crazy. A, there's a no man, yeah. it goes back. So you got Ratchet and Clank, Ratchet and Clank, uh, Going Commando. Up your I don't expect you to name all of them. That's okay. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> Deadlocked. So there's four for PlayStation Two. I think there was five for five or something like that for PlayStation uh, Three. And they've and all then... been made by Insomniac, correct? Have, has Insomniac are they tied to every single one? If I'm not mistaken, they've made all of them. Yes. Interesting. Yeah, I've never. I don't know. I've never played them before. That and like Jack and whatever you know, you're Jack and Daxter. Favorite. I've never, I've never played them before, ever, ever, ever. The Jack and Daxter games aged, uh, in my opinion, they've aged very well. They're just really, really good platformers, uh, and they're cheap. So, I think they're five bucks on PlayStation I'm, right now. You can get the whole another question bucks. then for you. Yeah. The what was the last Ratchet before this one? When did that come out? Uh. It's kind of a tough question to answer, but like the last, like chronologically, was on the PS3. But the last uh, game to come out was PlayStation 4 2016 Ratchet and Clank, which is like a soft. It was a soft reboot <laughs> slash movie tie-in, but it was not a full price game. Mm. But I would. This is a continuation of the story from like Tools of Destruction from PS3, Quest for Booty, uh, Rift, uh, Crack in Time. Yeah, cracking time. Good name. <laughs> into the into the Nexus. Like, there's a, a couple that continued from the main line, but the, the 2016 PS4 version was a movie tie-in that like was was just kind of like a. I, I guess for folks that had never played one before, it was an entry point, but it wasn't as deep as, as some of the other games. So I wouldn't play it. It's fun. It's not the best of Ratchet, is all I would say. Cracking time and, and Rift Apart really do. Uh, exemplify everything i think that the series does well so those are the two games i would always recommend playing that and tools of destruction i guess because it kind of ties into cracking time mm. just okay, to get so a little bit more there's 10 main um, series games and a bunch of spinoffs yeah that's yeah. crazy to get to get a little bit more info would you say this is the best one best ratchet clank to date i haven't beat it yet um it's it's definitely like propped up to be that like i, I it's it's everything I, i've ever wanted in a ratchet and clank game it, it takes everything from the spider-man games and even like makes that work in the ratchet game i think insomniac is at their best right now like they're they're the best they've ever been um but a, a personal favorite of mine was cracking time like that had an emotional story like a lot of people seem to have really loved that game on ps3 it's one of my favorite games ever so this wow. will okay this will this will probably like take that i think by the end of it just based off of what i've i'm feeling so far but it's neck and neck cracking time rift apart are probably the two that that will always resonate with me the most cool cool yeah, yeah man. I, I'm excited to check it out at some point. It looks it's a it, it's a visual showpiece. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. The, the performance uh, ray tracing mode, the 60 frame ray tracing mode, it just looks unbelievable. Like I'm glad it was there day one because I never got to play that in uh, in Miles. But if they if that's going to be there for all of their games going forward, that's definitely the the mode of choice that I would I would play in. Yeah, it seems like Insomniac's the only dev right now that's been able to like do uh, ray tracing slash uh, performance mode and do it well. So. I was going to say, this seems like a, uh, also like a quick turnaround. Like, Miles came out at the launch of... Six months, seven months, yeah. It's like, it's been... They must have been still pumping up those five games, yeah. And you can can only imagine they're probably already working on the sequel, like a true sequel to Spider-Man as well, so... Yeah. They're, to what Ortega's saying, they're definitely, like, firing on all cylinders right now. They're, like, super locked in. 
Yeah, this is the best uh, iteration of, of the studio, I think, so far. It's just they've, their last three games have all been hits. You know, not even thinking about, like, Sunset Overdrive. That was a great game, too. So, like, they just haven't... Yeah. They haven't missed in a very, very long time, but they're definitely at their peak. Like, I think Paris really said it on, on one of the, the kind of funny game casts last week, but they're, they're now in the upper echelon of developers. They've always been kind of like that B-plus, like, A-minus developer. Where you're like, they're just under Naughty Dog, but I think their last couple of experiences are... are in my opinion, solidifying them in that echelon of like the Naughty Dogs, um, and some Probably of the, the other best studios developer in the world. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I think the argument could be made. It's tough because you know, coming off of Last of Us and 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 Uncharted Four, those are really loved games. But like, if you're looking for variety, like that, that's I think where Insomniac shines. They're really good yeah. at like making things feel Naughty cool. Dogs. Like they're good, and, and they're even good like, like replayability as well, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's just I, I don't know, man. There's there's like, nothing I, I can only say positive. Also, platformers. Keep in mind, platformers don't really like live that often anymore. So like they fill that void a little bit. Like a, to have a great platformer in 2021 that like has set pieces that live up to games like Last of Us Part Two and like Uncharted. Like there's there's some moments in Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart where you're like, man, like this is a Sony blockbuster. Like you don't think about them in that same regard, but like they're right there with some of the horizon set pieces and some of the last of us set pieces. Um, and they tell heartfelt stories. So they're doing, they're really doing some great work. So shout out to Insomniac studios. They're fucking killing it right now. Mm, for sure. Yeah. But that's it. That's what I've been playing. I don't want to, I don't want to dwell on it too much longer because you guys have been playing games too, but, um, but yeah, no fantastic game. All good, bro. What have you been playing Devin? The use, um, other I know you've been the, doing some doing some charity work too, buddy. Yeah, other than the usual, yeah, we did our big charity work, uh, our charity tournament this weekend for Overwatch. Um, but I guess the new newest thing I've been playing is Control. Um, the Ultimate Edition nice. came out for free on Epic, so I hopped into that. Um, God dang, that game's pretty. Holy, that that game traces of rays. Oh, traces of rays. I've played like maybe like an hour to an hour and a half of it, so like not too too much, but um, nice narrative and like um like the narrative is really cool so far and just like the um like i don't know it's like really polished looking like it looks like super solid um and then yeah visually like there's so many like moody looking environments with different lighting effects and like crazy like particle effects so you like see a, a light beam shining through but then you see those little specks of dust floating around in the sky and stuff like it, it's pretty unreal like because I, I don't have like a my monitors are 1080p as well so it's crazy like how much that enhances the visuals um yeah on the side from Control, I don't think I tried anything new. Just been Overwatch, really. It's been a busy weekend of Overwatch for me. Nice. Can I ask you a question? Just having finished Control um, a few months ago, I really enjoyed it, eh? Yeah, yeah. Um, but are you finding... I, I found it hard... I don't want to say hard to follow the story, but like it's definitely like a little bit all over the place like in terms of like trying to figure out what's going on. Um, have you been like reading all the lore and like trying to... like? like piece together all of the elements of the story or are you feeling kind of lost in the narrative as well um not yet like i'm not too far into it so i don't feel lost yet i'm at the part where i feel like i'm supposed to be kind of lost or like i I don't quite understand everything yet but like the more i play i'm sure i'll start to pick things up Um, i just love that in a game yeah like if if the games do it well like if you go through the whole game like ortega's feeling and just being like i don't know what the hell's going on but if they do it where you like see something and you remember it, but don't know like what it's for, and then you see, yeah. you see what it's for, like, and you can connect it. Like that feels really good for sure. Your aha moment. Ortega mm-hmm. just doesn't can't follow games. He's just <laughs> you know, it's it's not like it, it. There's a lot of of uh of um the story or just like the the 
the actual house like you have to read on it like to understand like some of the previous characters like not necessarily lost but there's a lot of corners um that like if you don't go and find stuff or certain messages or like even some of the videos i'm sure you've seen some of the projection videos like mm-hmm. a lot can be lost on you if you don't go and explore like every nook and cranny of of, of the game yeah, um yeah. So it's not that I necessarily felt lost, but it doesn't tell the story in a linear way, which makes sense because the game doesn't really kind of follow time in a linear way either. Um, but it's tough. Like there are moments in that game where I was like, like what, like what's happening? Like who is, what's the name of this person? Like, why am I in this <laughs> fucking random motel? Like, I don't, I don't quite get it. And then when you get into the Alan Wake stuff, it starts to like kind of fuck with you even more. Cause you're like, wait a second, what? Like Alan, what's going on with Alan Wake? Like, how does he fucking factor into this whole thing? Like, what's this whole joint universe shit? Like, it starts to get into some pretty wild stuff, so. Definitely one of those games where, like, yeah, I can't, I have to, like, see it to the end because if I take a break and go back to it, I'm I'm going to be totally lost. Um, yeah. I did also think of actually another game that I have been playing that I never tried before, uh, which is on Game Pass. Mm. Pass, Game Pass, Game Pass, Game Pass. There? Like, yeah, yeah, there. <laughs> it is. Right. Is um, it here or is it no, here? No, I put it. I put it to your bottom. Your bottom right now or bottom left? Yeah, there you go. This Perfect. One? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I see a bunch of people playing Minecraft, and I saw Dragon Quest Builders, and I was like, "Man, I've been so interested in this game." So I, I got, I downloaded Dragon Quest Builders too, and I started playing that. It is on Game Pass. That's right. Um, it's pretty cool. It's um, shout out to Phil Spencer. It's got a really cool mix of like it's clearly like a like a Minecraft heavy like crafting game. Um, yeah but characters give you quests like to build specific things with certain requirements like you need to make this this many bricks high with a door in it and some beds to qualify as a house or a room and like they'll give you quests like do little buildings and stuff um and then you also have like another character who's part of the story who's like um the whole like you know the story's cheesy it's dragon quest so like your character's like a master builder which is much like the lego game that's kind of similar and there's like a, a partner friend that you have that's like not a master builder but he wants to become one uh, so you can actually use him with another player and you can play co-op and you can do like the whole game two player which is also super super cool because the first one nice. thing had that um but yeah it's a really solid uh crafting game with like cool grpg elements it's got that sick toriyama art style so like I named my guy Chrono. He's got cool red hair. It looks just like Chrono. There, there weren't many options, but nice. If you like those uh, old school JRPGs, but you also like something a little different, yeah, I recommend it out or I recommend checking it out, especially if uh, you know you got that Game Pass. All right, that's yeah, pretty Game much Pass. it. Well, that's all I can remember for now that I've been playing. What you got, Gabby? We've been playing. So for me. I've been playing some more Halo 1 campaign, uh, Anniversary Edition, switching back and forth between the OG style and the new, and then a more updated style. And, like, I've been playing it, and, I, I like, it's crazy how much you forget. And, like, I've played Halo 1. It's one of the few games I've actually played through multiple times, uh, specifically co-op, generally, usually. Like, this is, like, my first time actually playing through it solo. So it's been fun, and, like, there are moments I'm like, I don't remember this, like, at all. So I'm trying to, like, absorb as much as of, of the lore and story as I can. And I, I forget, like, how how cool some of the level designs are. I remember there was one level I was playing last night, and 
it was essentially like, almost like a puzzle ish type tower where you just kept going up with the uh, with three three four three uh, spark whatever whatever um, the digital you know the little robot thing yeah and like you're fighting the flood I'm like I I I, I forget how much I fucking hate the flood because <laughs> the flood really aren't in any of the other Halo games. Are they as much as they are in Halo One, into the little tiny dudes. Yeah, there? like yeah, yeah exactly. Those. They're fucking <laughs> annoying as yeah. hell. And I'm playing on normal, and I'm like, just to beat the just to beat it through, right? And I'm like, this is actually some 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 parts of the game are really challenging. I'm like, fuck, you know. And like, you're just replaying it, and like, it's kind of like you have to like, okay, I'm gonna do this instead of what I did last time, just to get through the one part. So it's been a lot of fun. I'm really enjoying that, and then. I actually downloaded some of the demos from the Xbox uh, demo event. Um, I played Tunic with Kara briefly, yeah, which was really cool. Uh, I I actually have to check when that event is over because I want to play a little bit more, maybe some tonight. But I was I was telling Ortega I downloaded a game called Echo Generations. I'm pretty sure it's a indie. It's a sorry, it is an indie, but I'm pretty sure it's a Canadian dev. I forget the name of who, who they are. But I remember seeing this trailer a while back. I forget what it meant, and like that one looked really cool. And it reminds me of uh, a Super Nintendo RPG um, from that like time frame. And it's like Earthbound, but like yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I told Ortega. It gave it gives you Earthbound vibes. It's really fucking cool. So I'm excited to play more of that when that game finally comes out because it'll be on Game Pass, Game Pass, Game Pass, Game Pass, Game Pass. Coco Cucumber, I think, is the name of the dev. Yeah, it's it's the art style is really cool. The the I'm like, yeah, it really feels like that that Super Nintendo RPG what? era type of game. It's really cool, dude. One guy has I, hockey moves. Yeah, yeah, it's it's turn it's a so it's a turn based combat. Um, and I'm pretty sure one of the dudes also wears like a Maple Leaf jersey, so it's pretty dope. <laughs> that's sick. Yeah, yeah, but oh, that's yeah, all I've does. been playing. Yeah, yeah. It's got like a little Canadian jacket. Yeah, it's yeah, dope. Put that on my wish list. That looks awesome. Oh, yeah, we knew. I think, if I'm not mistaken, we saw it last year. And Gabby, I think you called it out on that basis. We, if I'm not mistaken, I think it did debut on last year's Xbox event. Yeah, during, during the whatever they had. I think. Oh. I even think Devin. I think we actually because we're always in like the E3 like kind of group chats together. But like, I remember us like calling out something where the guy was wearing a maple leaf jacket or like yeah yeah, yeah so. Like vaguely, vaguely remember it, but this is that game. It kind of, I guess, disappeared and and Dude, uh, one and of the resurfaced. tags for it is nineteen nineties. That's perfect. Like, yeah, totally it's really yeah. cool. I think I think I think both of you would probably really enjoy that game. It looks like yeah, Steam's got like a uh, similar festival thing going on right now. So I'm gonna go download that demo. Oh, nice! If it's yeah, I think Steam did have the same kind of demo event. I I don't know if that demo will be on on Steam, but if it is, download yeah. it for sure. Because I had the old Tunic demo, so I'd like to try that new one and see what's different. It's crazy it to me that one that, that there's only one developer making Tunic. It's it's wild. Yeah. yeah, what a pretty little game for one person. Yeah. Um, I downloaded the demos last night, like all the ones that kind of had I had some interest in. But there's a lot on there. Like there's I think there's forty game Sable's game demos, on there, but... dude. Yeah, I downloaded Sable. What? It's on. I, I oh Sable. I'm off on Saturday. I was like, what the fuck. <laughs> Um, I'm, my plan is like, like on my day off this week, I, I'll probably be kind of like running through some of those demos and just I'm trying gonna, them out I'm after I beat, uh, real quick when it, when it's over. 24th, I want to say. Is yeah. it on for a little bit? 
I can't get the demo I for this. So. I keep saying demo. To twenty first. It's it's on the twenty first. It ends so Monday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so you have the weekend to play. Time. Yeah. So okay. if, yeah, yeah, that's definitely what I'm going to be doing this next couple of days because I'm off. Um. Okay. Well, I mean, some good stuff. So this kind of, I guess, segues in because this is all part of obviously E3. The reason that these demos are available. Um, in Summer Game Fest. So we talked about the kickoff last week. So we're going to not talk about uh, the kickoff because that was like literally right before, I guess, we started recording. I think we actually started we did an early show last week. We did it at 5 o'clock instead. So um, we'll jump in kind of on Saturday since we took Friday to kind of think about uh, the announcements for Summer Game Fest. We had some of the Netflix stuff on Friday, so some exciting stuff got announced. I'm super excited about the, the Splinter Cell series that got announced. Just... The sheer acknowledgement of Splinter Cell was already a victory, so fucking kudos to whoever made that shit happen, because it's about goddamn time. <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys saw, but I did tweet out a photo. As many of you know, I live down the street from Ubisoft Toronto, so I, I made sure that um, after the Splinter Cell series was announced, I, I took a photo, and I will be uh, I will be there every day until a new game is announced in the Splinter Cell series. <laughs> so, um, That'd be incredible, what, man. If you if you made that happen, I like I feel like a lot of people would interview <laughs> you. It's funny. Idolize you. I have I have a few uh, friends that work at Ubisoft Toronto, and it's and it's uh it's uh it's just interesting to hear like how much how much how discouraging they are about there any possibility of any Splinter Cell happening, and me insisting that it needs to happen. So we'll see if it's there's never going to happen. I know it's not going to happen. Oh, it's it not going to happen. Okay, man. <laughs> You saw my you saw my tweet to to the to Annapurna Interactive that uh, took dude, off. Dude, your tweet went viral. That was no, wild. It was wild, dude. It's got so many likes. It was great. It was, it was like, good meme use, bro. I think you hit a thousand likes or something, dude. Or Did close I? To you. Dude, <laughs> mad respect, <laughs> dude. Everybody, shout out to you for liking my uh, my uh, uh, what's it called? What's the show called? Huh? The the show that that meme is from. I don't know. Oh, it's like pawn something. It's like a pawn shop thing. What's it called? Yes, pawn yes, stars? you're right. Pawn Stars, I think. Pawn Stars, Stars. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Pawn Stars for the uh, for the fucking perfectly teed up meme of the quality of, uh, meme, yeah. Quality, quality meme. meme. Yeah. Was able to pump that out within a few seconds of that tweet. So, uh, yeah. Shout out to you. But yeah, we had uh, so we had <laughs> we had a uh, Netflix geeked geeked week, I guess, and we uh, we learned about the Witcher Fest that's happening, and there's a bunch of other announcements, but we're going to talk about gaming primarily. So let's jump into Saturday where we saw the first showcase, um, which was Ubisoft Forward. So um i'm gonna just kind of go through what some of the main announcements were of ubi forward uh and then we'll talk about you know whatever stands out to us maybe some of the stuff that doesn't really um resonate um even a week later so ubi forward started with uh the long-awaited new rainbow six game which is called rainbow six extraction previously called rainbow six quarantine which was changed obviously because of what we're consistently well we're still going through but many other parts of the world are, are, are now getting out of but uh quarantine so rainbow six quarantine we saw what that looks like it's a sci-fi uh co-op like i guess um shooter where you 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 team up and, and you'll pick up stuff that kind of upgrades you on your run uh either solo or with teammates um to free i guess other Rainbow Six people, universe people from this like sludge, venom looking sludge. Um, so Rainbow Six Action was the first thing that we saw. Um, this may not be in order of what we saw them in the conference, by the way, but uh, I'm just going to go through them. We we also learned about um, <laughs> that's, I'll leave that one for last because I know that we weren't thrilled about that one, but we saw Rocksmith Plus. 
Rocksmith Plus was announced. Yeah, I was so excited. Seventh favorite game. <laughs> we saw Riders Republic, and we got a release date for Riders Republic for September second. We got yeah. Rainbow Six Siege getting crossplay and cross progression soon. Of course, we fucking saw Just Dance twenty twenty two release date confirmed. It is not coming to the Wii for the first time. So sorry, Wii owners. <laughs> what game uh, is that? Sorry. Uh, Just Dance 2022 is not coming to the Wii, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, they finally cut it off. That's right. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Time to move on, guys. Time to get to the Wii U. Um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Siege of Paris DLC, Werewolf Within movie trailer and release date. We saw that. I believe that's a a Netflix... um, uh, I believe that's a Netflix movie, or or it's going to be available on demand in some fashion. We saw the Far Cry 6 DLC, which included um, some past villains for previous games in the series. Mario Rabbids, uh, which had been announced. Uh, we did that. I think Nintendo that leaked, leaked the that. morning. Nintendo yeah. leaked yeah. the morning yeah. before Nintendo the UV forward. Yeah. That's so, right. Sparks of Hope. And then finally, we saw uh, Massive's other game that they're working on, in addition to the Star Wars game and in addition to um, the Division 2 DLC that we will see sometime later this year. Uh, they announced an Avatar game, Frontiers of Pandora, which uh, I think we're all uh, equally excited for. So apparently this game was announced four years ago. Okay, that's <laughs> nice. That That's not really encouraging, but um, yeah, I guess that's nice. James Cameron, if, what up? I was, I, like, real quick before we dive into that, I guess the rest of the, the, the UB Forward, I was reading an article that they were, they were saying because of what Disney liked from what they saw Massive was doing with the Avatar game, birthed the Star Wars game. They said, let's let's give them the reins to Star Wars as well. So I honestly have no, like, desire to play this Avatar game. I've never really cared about Avatar as a franchise. It's crazy to me that there are lots of people out there that actually care about Avatar, (laughs) considering it's, like, one of the highest grossing movies of all time. I just don't know who any of those people are except for one person. I'm not going to name their name. Can you please, please please say who it is? It's Kyle. (laughs) Kyle actually loves the movie Avatar. I just don't get it, dude. But anyway, I don't know why I didn't guess that. But okay, well, I did. I did actually see that they Anyways. have uh, four four other Avatar movies planned. Like uh, next year, yes. there's one, and then like in yes. the future. So I, maybe they're just trying to like have marketing buzz, like in other areas of entertainment for Avatar. So maybe that's what they're going for. I will be the first to say I could not give a fuck about this game. If they canceled this game tomorrow and were like, this was literally just to get the Star Wars license, I would be <laughs> totally okay with that. So, Oh, yeah. That'd be sick. If it's good, like, I mean, here's the thing. Like, all things considered, as much as, like, we just kind of, you know, not, it's not a very memorable movie for me, but um, it it was beautiful. Like, it was one of the few first movies that really took advantage of 3D kind of to its full potential. Um, and, yeah, it's a it's one of the highest grossing movies of all time. It's, it's top two. I think it goes back and forth with Endgame at this point. But um, if it's a well-made game, like Massive is, is has been making good games for a while now, I'll try it. Like if it's something where people oh, are, are saying like... Massive is making like, an Avatar game? Yeah. Massive is making it, yeah. Oh, so they're making that and the Star Wars game. And Division and the extension of the Division 2. What the hell? Okay. That's a lot it's of a games. lot, yeah. Yeah, and they're three big... I was going to say three massive projects, but no pun. But uh, three big projects, like, that's, that's you know, Division's great. We talk about it every podcast. Uh, Star Wars and then Avatar. So, we'll see. Um, 
But yeah, what else in here? I, I don't, I mean... Honestly, I don't think we have to spend too much time on it. My my biggest hmm. takeaways from Rebel the UB forward saw, uh, were... Far Cry. The DLC for Far Cry was really cool. The yeah. DLC with Far Cry was cool, but for me, my the thing that got me hyped the most was the Assassin's Creed uh, DLC. And then uh, Just Dance, <laughs> just joking. <laughs> Riders Republic actually looked pretty cool, and I feel like it can have a lot of potential, especially with like the the massive races. It gave me almost like Fall Guys vibes. I hope they like make it fun and like arcadey and like that whole aspect of like a extreme sports game. So those were my two biggest ones. I honestly Extraction didn't really do it for me. Um, and what else? And it's like, kind I of interesting never... that it's using like siege operators, but other than that, I yeah, the game was a little bit of a letdown from what I saw. From yeah, it. I don't know, it didn't look that great, to in my opinion. I mean, I'm I'm curious about it just because I I do really like the the um the Rainbow Six game. Sorry, I just got completely brain farted. Farted. Um, <laughs> But yeah, uh, it's, I don't know, like, to Gabby's point, like, there's a lot of first-person shooters that we saw at E3 this year, and, like, I don't know if if uh, Extraction is going to, like, be in the upper echelon of those games, especially when it's cover- coming out, it's out in the fall, um, and, like, I mean, Back for Blood, Halo, um, Battlefield looked fucking amazing, we'll talk about that <laughs> later, so, like... Yeah. There's a couple yeah. games that I'm like I don't know how this is gonna live in in a climate of a lot of uh, first person shooters. Well, I think um, they're trying but to go I, after like the Returnal, like those those roguelike first person third person shooters. Like I think that's their take on one of those. I don't know. It kind of reminded me more of like a Back for Blood type of game. Same like a like a roguelike roguelike type shooter, that sort of thing. Yeah, get, it's get comp- from point A to point B and survive. It's- it's not to say that it's not compelling, but I think for me, it it really does live and die by whether I'm going to have people to play with, uh, play it with. And right now, like I, I know that Gabby, you're you're kind of on the fence about it. If it reviews really well, I'm sure we'll kind of reevaluate in September. But there's so much happening in the fall, like it's going to be tough to, you know, unless some other FPS that we're excited for tanks. Like there's just going to be a lot of attention and a lot of shooters um, that we're that we're excited about. So we will see. Um, I'm excited for it. I will be the first to say that that I want to play another Rainbow Six game that's not um, yeah, um, Siege. Me to spend seventy bucks or eighty bucks on that game, though. <laughs> Unless yeah, it's like Siege, I'm not being full Siege, for that Siege game. was a forty dollar game too, so they might do a, they do a Siege. And, Siege was you know, a forty dollar game when it came out. Yeah, it wasn't. It's not a full price game. It was a cheap game. I don't and know. If that, even, if, I don't know if that was the case when it first came out. It launched. I paid full price for that game. I'm pretty sure I paid full price for that game as well, dude. I'm gonna research to make sure I'm not lying, guys. <laughs> <laughs> lying son of a i'm just joking oh well uh we'll see because uh yeah i mean it's still months away i'm sure we'll get to see a little bit more but ubi forward so we got rainbow six um anything else that kind of stood out i was i was this was kind of well a... as a as a mario and switch fan i'm not sure Devin, did you ever play the original rabbits mario oh, and rabbits yes. so does the actually, second one interest you at all yeah i have a kind of my, my a little bit of a fun story about rabbits but uh, I, I don't know am i allowed to talk about it actually i don't think i can why not i think because i had to do why? NBA. I had to sign an NDA before I did it. For the second one? It. The game's out now. No, 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 not the second one. But the first one was oh, yeah, the yeah. first one was great. I got to go to that Ubisoft Toronto that, that Ortega was talking about earlier. But yeah, I got to play that game before it was announced. And like, it was fucking, it threw me for a loop when I went in there. And it was like, the fuck is this? <laughs> but uh, 
It was cool. Yeah, I, I liked it when I got to test it, and then when I came out, I bought it, and uh, yeah, it came super solid. It's very like XCOM tactics based, uh, but it's got that like Mario, um, what do you call it? You know, it's got that that Mario charm to it. Um, but mm. it's also like got some unique stuff. Like I think um, Nintendo has some rules when they like let people use Mario, and like one of them is to not use like Mario conventions. So the bad guy is like never Bowser; it's always other people. But uh, yeah, those games are super sick. Uh, they also have co-op modes too. So I think uh, versus and co-op. Uh, so lots of other modes aside from just the story mode. Uh, and very funny. The Rabbids and uh, Mario, they, they mesh well. The universes work well together. So I'm, I'm excited. Chemistry, eh? Yeah, I feel like this is just going to be like a bigger, better version of that game. So I'm, I'm stoked for it. Yeah. I've never, I've, did you play the original Ortega? Did you buy it? No, I haven't even bought it. No, it's one of those few games I've been interested in. I just didn't buy it. So it's not even a part of my backlog right now, but it is on sale on the eShop, I, I think, for say, like 10 bucks right now. Relatively frequently. So you might be able to pick it the up nice, at some point. The nice thing about uh, Ubisoft publishing it is that it's not Nintendo published. It's Ubisoft published, oh, meaning that sale. it goes on sale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 3D All-Stars, not going to buy it. Bought it anyways. Fuck you, got me. Uh, but, uh... But yeah, it's uh <laughs> Yo, someone at work I work with bought it at Walmart recently because they still have copies of it, eh? We should find those copies and buy them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like half serious. Will not buy this fucking game. I know why you want to buy them. So we can resell them in like yeah, five dude, 100%, years. Yeah. I just love the intensity. Like we should find those copies and buy them. <laughs> Dude, you should you should clip that clip that part, eh? Make Put that on our, on our on our Instagram. That would be funny. <laughs> a little content. Every time we talk um, about a rare game, we're just gonna clip Gabby. We should find those copies and buy them. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You can find some shit at Walmart that, like, has no... I found... I think I found the Halo 3 Collector's <laughs> Edition, like, years ago. Yo, I need to turn my video off for a second. You guys keep talking, man. My wife is the fucking worst. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. You can just see him motioning off to the side, like, what do you want? Can you just stay there? Yeah, right, so- my... You might want to mute your mic, buddy. <laughs> that, that was Ubisoft. Right? I'm coming back. I'm coming back now. Yeah, that was Ubisoft. What was next? What was next? I apologize for the little bit of a <laughs> technical fine, difficulties man. on my end. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, Ubisoft, what else? Uh, Riders Republic, yeah, we talked about that. That's out on September 2nd. Um, the Assassin's Creed, yeah, content, I think that looked really good. It was They announced that they're going to be supporting it through year two, so that I think means that we're not going to see another Assassin's Creed probably for another yeah, uh, year. Yeah, and they also mentioned um, some of the DLC is going to be free too, which is dope. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that game, is, uh, that game is fucking huge. Yeah, there is. I, I, I've, I put like 40, 50 hours in that game, and I don't even think I'm halfway through it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's wild. Crazy. That's that's probably how much time they put into developing Beyond Good and Evil 2, honestly. So, you're on par. Um, yeah, I mean, all right. So, Ubisoft, we covered all the major announcements. Uh, we got Rocksmith. I almost said Cocksmith. We got Rocksmith. We got... Oh, uh, yeah, we got... yeah, I can go into that really quick, actually, if you want to know about Rocksmith. Yeah, dude, totally. Talk, fucking oh. convince me to buy it. <laughs> well, actually, you maybe you might. So, 
the, the there's two Rocksmith, like actual two Rocksmith games, and one of them got remastered. So there's just Rocksmith and then Rocksmith 2014, and the 2014 one got remastered. Um, they're kind of like a rock band where they had like preset song lists and then they had DLC you could get for it. Um, the later version got like modified, like you could add your own custom songs and stuff to it, which is where I think they got the idea kind of for the newer one is like, you, you can only release the game so many times and just like add new songs and like, it's, it's not really going to sell that much. So, uh, it looks like now that, yeah, they're giving you a lot more control to like, they said, so I guess we'll have to get more detail, but one of the details they said is you could make your own song charts for songs that they have the license to. So I'm assuming if you want to like have like alternate fingerings or picking for songs, if you find it easier or like different, uh, like, I don't know if it's more efficient for you, then you can like make your own charts. Um, but it seems like they're kind of integrating like a big social network aspect to it. Uh, it even looked like they had lessons, like video lessons, like, um, but, uh, they have a lot of different like genres of music, which is cool. And you have to use like a real guitar, which is awesome. <laughs> um, so if you, yeah, if you're looking to learn guitar, um, it's really cool, uh, to kind of get started and get into it. Cause there's things other than just like music, uh, like learning the songs, there's like games and, uh, like said video lessons there's a whole bunch of shit in there but it looks like they're just cranking it up to 11 so it's like it's interesting it's not like it's not Mega Man X9 no fucking guy this guy texted me and he was like yo I heard a rumor you're gonna be super excited about it and I was like oh shit okay sick and I was like so pumped and he didn't give me any more context and then like, oh, they announced Rocksmith man. Plus and he's like there you go dude and I was like what? <laughs> hey, like one of my few memories of being in like the same house as you was like I think it was like a New Year's party from like probably six oh. or seven years ago, and you were just fucking playing Rocksmith, dude. You were just oh, like yeah. the whole living room was your fucking Rocksmith like element. Yeah, dude. I feel like I was. <laughs> this is what I imagine people felt like when they flew to Hawaii with Kanye West and we were recording Dark Twisted Fantasy except it was one night and it was New Year's. That was like for That's two funny. years. Our parties were just yeah, we would just play guitar and, and Rocksmith. We would be the soundtrack. Fucking high spec. <laughs> Drinking beers, smoking weed, and then I heard people banging upstairs at Devon's. But that's uh, that's what? another story for another time. <laughs> Anyways, uh, um, so yeah, Ubisoft is Ubisoft <laughs> forward. <laughs> I'll tell you off stream, yeah, it's a private. Yeah, it's dude, all good. Yeah. You need to subscribe to it's us on Apple, Apple Podcast subscriptions to hear the uh, the story of yeah, banging. Subscribe at to our on. OnlyFans <laughs> if you want the hard rated Patreon, details. Our Patreon details, please. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Look at our production right there, yo! Come on, let's go! <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> that was so good! <laughs> All right, well, Ortega, what was oh. the next? Uh... Uh, oh, fuck yeah, we party at that oh, oh, fuck, that was so Dude, funny. Dude, um, almost got double-dosed. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay, so <laughs> Ubi Forward, before we move on from Ubi Forward, what are we grading Ubi Forward? Oh, man, um, I don't know. I'd probably give it a C. Yeah, I was thinking C as well, dude. I was, I'm right there with you. Or C as well. Yeah, Disappointing. Like it, was, it was pretty boring, I'm not going to lie. I remember texting you guys, and I'm like, what the fuck are we watching right now? Like, it was just like, what? They need to bring Aisha Tyler back. No, definitely not. I'd rather no. do it the way they did. I'd rather than do it the way they've been doing it now. I just feel like Ubisoft doesn't care, dude. Like I don't know. They just don't. They don't. They never like. When was the last? Like I guess Beyond Good and Evil was the last time they had that huge like 
moment, like that get hype moment, and we really haven't had it since. Yeah, they, they, you know, usually things like... get leaked or it's just like overly underwhelming. I think they're trying to like temper expectations because they they had that like uh, you know like they had that that thing for a while where they were known for like their trailers looked way better than their games did, and then they like Watch announced. Yeah, but like that's a narrative that they can easily get rid of though. Like Which I don't I think know, they, they just like, and then they also announced games like Beyond Good and Evil that are like clearly not close to being ready. And I think this is like these or even coming out. Like, <laughs> 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 that's coming, dude. It'll be next year. I promise, next year. <laughs> But I think, yeah, they're just trying to, like, be realistic about what's coming out in the near future to kind of, like, show people, like, you know, they don't want people waiting too long for games that might not be happening for a few well, you years. Well, you have that. You have, okay, so we have Beyond Good and Evil they announced, what, like, what, four years ago? And, like, yeah, we, haven't, like yeah. we haven't seen, like, we haven't seen since. We, they announced, uh... Yeah, that, like, Space Monkey What was that? Pirates that? game, Skull and Bones? Yeah. Like, that got delayed indefinitely. We don't know when that game is ever coming out. Prince of Persia was supposed to come out earlier this year. That got delayed. We didn't even get to see that at, at E3. Like, I, don't, I, I really don't know. And then we get wind of them doing Star Wars. It would have been cool to see a small tease. Like, I don't, I didn't really expect anything really, but like, I don't know. Like the Avatar, the Avatar was that big moment. So maybe some people found it to be like super hype, but it was really underwhelming for yeah. for me think, as someone that doesn't care about Avatar at all. I think we have to preface like I'm not. I don't think we have to do this, but I think like E3 when Ubisoft was showing off their biggest projects a few years ago was a much more prestigious event. There is nothing stopping Ubisoft from holding another Ubi forward in two months and showing us everything that we didn't see now, um, even if it's not part of a bigger event. If it's later in, in Summer Game Fest, so I think the thing to consider now too is like. They are going to temper expectations, but we tend to get news that would have made E3 in years past slowly throughout the year. So, like, imagine that massive announcement at E3 working on a Star Wars game. That would have been huge, but, like, just the announcement itself would have been fine. Um, but now that that information seems to kind of creep out throughout the year. So I'm not – I don't think it was – a. to be fair, I don't think it was a good – conference and i think that you know like selling avatar is like this big project i'm sure that there's people that are fucking stoked to see it but like i think the three of us can agree that it's not a big reveal that we were like oh my god i was like oh fuck like this is really what we're ending the game uh the the conference on but i think the, the thing to keep in mind is is just because we didn't see the things that we're most excited about for this does not mean that we won't see them in the near future i think to Devin's point it was very much a focus on like what are we going to see within the next few months but I could very easily see something in late August or September, another movie forward that says, hey, here's what's on the docket for early 2022. And yeah. I think that's going to become a much more common practice with all publishers. I think the days of these big E3, like, holy shit, like, this is what we've been working on since E3 of last year to, like, <laughs> showcase this year. That's just not, it's just not the reality of E3 anymore. And it hasn't been in it's been kind of dwindling away over time. But, like, I think this year was really a culmination of that because there was really no, we'll talk about why, but, like, there's really no moment in this entire like week where I was like, holy fucking shit. The closest thing I think might've been Metroid dread just because I didn't think that that was ever going to happen. Like, it just seems like it was a fantasy. Um, but everything is just kind of, I don't want to say predictable, but you feel like it's not everything that everybody's working on. It's just a piece that they chose to show at this 100%. specific time. Right. So yeah, no, I get what you're saying as well. And like, yeah. there's a lot, a lot of the games media right now are very well in tune with what's happening and like what, is coming up and and like again tempering ex- expectations like you you're probably going to see this this and this you're not going to see this and this and this you saw a bunch of that leading up to E3 
um, like specifically with like Microsoft and like other things like that. So yeah, I get exactly what you're saying. But yeah, no, it's still, sure. it does, and it doesn't take away from the disappointment because I think you know for us, like we all grew up with E3 being this huge thing where it's like holy fuck, we're gonna get a week's worth of like some crazy shit. Like they're gonna announce some crazy stuff. And I think if you really think about the last half decade or so, there really hasn't been a show like that that's really like like blown our socks off in quite some time. And I think that that's, you know, a symptom of a couple of different things. One is, you know, people are not participating in E3 in the past the way that they had. Like Sony's no, no longer there. And regardless of how you feel about them, like they, they're one of the big three. Like they, they a big portion of, of the success of E3 and, and the excitement of E3 gets built out from their presentations. But even like your past couple of participations in E3 were these kind of experimental interactive press conferences. Remember that year that they only showed three games off. It was like an hour oh, and a yeah. half. And all year, they did right? was literally just bring people from one stage to another to show gameplay pieces. It was just last That's it. Tushima and one Dev, of you're muted. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was just last of us, like Tsushima and one other game they showed. I think it might've been Spider-Man <laughs> or something like it was, it was, it was super, it was, it was an it was like almost like a presentation but like the years of like the playstation 3 reveal were like holy fuck look at all this stuff that's coming to our console like it that just hasn't happened so um we'll move on back in the days of like you know like pre-rendered killzone trailers and like those things yeah like yeah so i think it's just important as as we go through the next couple of conferences i i was very much thinking about this all week where i was like man like it sucks but again the reality is that e3 is just a very different beast now uh outside of even just covid like I feel I feel different. Like I feel like E three in general is different, but like people will remember certain conferences. Like not not all three companies have to hit it off, you know, for it to be like a good E three. Like, yeah, there's like the E three we got like the Final Fantasy seven remake. Like that was a pretty crazy announcement. Like that was sort of recent. Nintendo's E three this year, like which we'll get into. Like for some people, it's going to be like a memorable one. Like they they hit a lot of like pretty pretty good beats through their their presentation, but. I think it's like you just remember flashes of like certain companies' presentations, and you think like, "Oh, that Holy Three was awesome." But it's I think it's just like that little pocket. But I think there's yeah. been bits of brilliance, you know. It's just yeah, we see. Up. We see. Um, I mean, we see these things like 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 almost. I mean, I don't know. It just, it, it just feels more frequent now. Like I feel like there are those groundbreaking announcements, and they can happen at any given moment. Like I, I look at the massive Star Wars thing, and like that's probably one of my favorite announcements this year. Or like one of the most excited, and that happened just casually in the middle of of you know March. Like that could have easily been saved for an E three event. But I think you're absolutely right, Devin. Like there are moments of of um a previous e3s like the god of war reveal is another one that really stands out to me or like spider-man like coming as a playstation exclusive by insomniac like those are all big moments that happen within the last five years but um it's it feels like since those there really hasn't been something that big i guess yeah we'll talk about this year though because there have been some good conferences this year so and like moving forward our our logos on our screen too because like the ones you called it is like those are all playstation exclusive so for me it's like i really remember those so it's like it's each person that's going to feel different because this year for me it's like yeah i feel well we'll, you, we'll get there we'll get there yeah so okay so it would be forward um that was kind of the first event and then i'm going to go through we're going to kind of uh glaze over some of the more minor ones because they're they're not very good i don't know if you guys saw but like everybody was ripping on the Koch media once so we're not going to fucking talk about the Koch entertainment one or or, or whatever that it. one was but apparently apparently it was a, it was a showcase and what not to do Koch. Isn't it pronounced cock? Is it cock? I don't know. <laughs> Who cares? It's very unfortunate if it's called cock media. Um, 
I believe the next one that we saw was uh, Devolver Digital. So this is one where they showed off six games. Um, I'll cover those six games really quickly. I quite enjoy Devolver Digital's uh, conferences because they tend to have a little bit of production value. Last year, they had like a whole little sub story of like quarantine and like they really like brought like the idea that it was a pandemic into their showcase as part of Summer Game Fest. So I really enjoy Devolver Digital's as as much as they're not like these huge presentations. They tend to be fun and like kind of just, you know, they yeah, they point out the ridiculous the ridiculousness of the, the rest uh, of the industry hbo max like whatever thing yeah because ubisoft went first and they were the ubisoft forward and i think they called it the devolver forwarder right something like that it was really? like some ridiculous name it was like the, yeah, max devolver forwarder it was just like because it was ubisoft forward and then devolver forwarder that was the thing right after they were like joking about the ubisoft one and then i think as part of the presentation they had like devolver digital max plus uh like some pro max plus or something like that. Like that was the name that they kept advertising within the actual <laughs> conference. So they like to poke fun at the rest of the industry and the rest of the, uh, the, the entertainment and, 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 uh, and uh, electronics industry. So um, it should be a lot of fun to kind of talk about them. But anyways, uh, Devolver Digital, uh, I'll name out the six games. And then uh, if you've seen them, we'll talk about them. If not, then we, uh, we will move on to the next one. But the six games were uh, Trek to Yomi, which was uh, the synopsis of Young Swordsman and has vowed to protect his town. And those he loves against all, uh, against all to his late master in a tragic tale of his bonds of duty, he must voyage. This game looked pretty cool. I would really encourage you to check it out if you haven't watched the trailer. Uh, Wizard with a Gun, um, which is a, a, a chaotic co-op survival game. That's what it was described as. This caught my attention, so we'll talk about that in a moment. Inscription is a card-playing horror game uh, from the Poly- Pony Island creators. Um, Devolver to Tumble Time, which looked fucking ridiculous. Uh... It's a physic. It's a physics-based puzzle mobile game from the entire Devolver library, uh, and it's a free-to-play game for mobile. Uh, Demon Throttle, um, which is a physical game exclusive, so that's a pretty big deal for those that still collect physical uh, copies. And then we got the Death Store uh, release date, which will be out on July twentieth, which I know a lot of people are excited for. And then I'll go through the last couple here uh, that were lesser announcements of it. Phantom Abyss uh, is coming to early access, um, which looked uh, pretty cool. And then Shadow Warrior 3 um, was announced, uh, which is an FPS series, um, which is like super gory. And that's coming out for Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and PC. So Devolver Digital thoughts. Um, if you have seen these games, um, yeah, what do you guys think? I know Death Store is probably the big one. Let's talk about that maybe first. Yeah. Um, you go. You go. I was going to say, I, didn't, I actually didn't get to see Devolver's thing, so I don't really know much about any of those games you just named off. And I, I don't okay. probably have much to say about this conference. Okay. There's a few of them that, yeah, I skipped over because, yeah, I didn't, just didn't get a chance because I was working. Yeah. I watched pockets of this one because I was with the girls at the park. Um, but Death Store is a game that I've been super into since I saw it a few months back and excited to play it. It looks phenomenal. The art style, uh, the gameplay, the like the 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 creature design, all of it. You essentially play as a crow, and I'm trying to remember the premise of the game. I think you're trying to bring people back from the living into the dead or something like that. Um, yeah, that store looks really really cool. Oh yes, this game, Dark Souls with the crow, yeah. or it looks like Tunic a lot actually. <laughs> yeah, it kind of looks similar to Tunic. Um, uh, yeah, July. 
July 20th, Xbox Series S, X, One, and PC. So it will be available on Xbox platforms and PC first. So that's pretty exciting. And that's only about a month away. So $23 was... dues too. Pretty cheap. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Love those cheap games. <laughs> Where the monsters I... cool. I would, um, if you haven't, Devin, I think you might enjoy uh, what um, Wizard with a Gun looks like. It kind of reminds me of Bastion, but it's got a co-op element to it. Um, yeah, Gabby, if you didn't watch it as well, like it did catch my eye, considering there wasn't really a lot in developers' the conference. Uh, w- Wizard with a Gun. Online cooperative sandbox survival. Wizard with a Gun. Searching it up right now. Like a fantasy western or something? <laughs> Yeah, it looks it looks pretty ridiculous. Like it looks pretty out there. Um, but I, oh, I, yeah. I was really excited to see this. Oh, the art style yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. I remember seeing it. It kind of reminds me of um, what's that game with the? It's like a survival game where you play as a. Oh, it's got like a Tim Burton kind of art style. There was one where you played solo, and then one called something together, and you played as two people. Oh man! Well. I'll... If I remember it, I'll just interrupt one of you guys with it. I feel like it's on the tip of my tongue, but like I don't quite remember exactly. I think it just came out on Apple Arcade Plus too. Oh, what the hell is it called? Really? Don't starve! Don't starve! Don't starve! Yes, thank you. Don't starve. That's the one. Yeah, it's got similar vibes to Don't Starve. Yeah. So, anyways, check that out. That was kind of the game, other than Death Store, that really caught my attention. Um, I guess we can't really grade Devolver. I'll give it. I'll give it a B because I think it's a good. Uh, it's an it's a nice palate cleanser after the self seriousness of like the Ubi conference for it to just kind of be a little bit ridiculous. Um, and yeah, Death Store mm. looks great, and then Wizard with the Gun looks great. So I'll give it a B. I guess the rest of you guys are not not uh t- either TBH or not not applicable. So we'll uh we'll leave it at that for Devolver Digital. You doing the yeah. Xbox yeah. line there, Gabby? Yeah. <laughs> I did an X for an A, you know, <laughs> but it could be Xbox. I said X Pac, actually. Oh, did you say I said two got two words for yes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which brings us to our next event, which is the uh, WWE press conference. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> so we're gonna we'll tackle probably the one that that is gonna uh, take up the most time here, or or at least a considerable amount of the time, the Xbox showcase. So to preface this, um. I think, you know, this is probably the big one uh, that everybody was kind of really looking forward to. Uh, just some amazing moves over the past year for Game Pass, um, for Xbox, Game Studios, obviously the Bethesda acquisition. Um, so just a lot going into this, I think, that really contributed to this conference. And um, it, w- it was refreshing to see um, some some folks that don't typically, it's usually Phil Spencer driven. Uh, and this year it was not Phil Spencer driven other than maybe for the last few uh, few uh, minutes or, just or the I guess the last 10 minutes. Year. Yeah, yeah, so very exciting. There was a leak. The Starfield trailer trailer leaked uh, earlier in the day. Um, and this is actually an event that's been rumored for quite some time. I, I remember there was kind of that event that we saw, the Bethesda stuff back in March, I think it was, when they first announced the acquisition. Um, but this was uh, actually the first time that we've seen, you know, the future of kind of what this partnership is going to look like. So I'm excited to talk about it. Gabby, I know that you're excited to talk about it, Devin. I'm sure you are very excited to talk about it as well. So Xbox E3 2021. I will kind of ring through the list and then we will uh, reconvene uh, and talk about all of these at the end. So I'm just going to ring these off really quickly, okay? Um, 30 games. We got 30 games that day. 
actually it's going to take me a second to pull up because i just realized uh i pulled up the the extended showcase announcements i gotta pull up the well, that was today I, I i wasn't able to catch that i was at work i'll talk about that a little bit after because that actually factors into my um uh to my kind of my score for this conference as well so give me one second and i will find this in just a second You son of a bitch. Where is all this stuff? Pretty, pretty boy. I'm sorry this is taking so long. I promise I'm looking. I don't believe you. I think you're lying. I feel like you're looking up uh, news articles on Yahoo. I'm looking at Pern! Okay, Pern! let's go... Uh... Okay, so starts off with the leaked trailer for Starfield. So the very first person that we saw was Todd Howard came out, talks a little bit about Starfield. This was obviously um, going to appear in some capacity, just based off of the you know the poster that we got for the event or the or the promotional materials for the event. So we saw Starfield. The release date was announced. Um, I told Gabby I, I misread this release release date at first, um, and so it was kind of disappointing to actually mm-hmm. see it after a little bit of time. But we'll talk about it in a few minutes. So Starfield, Halo Infinite got confirmed for holiday 2021, which we already knew. We saw our first multiplayer uh, footage, um, and we will come back to talk about that. Forza Horizon was announced. Um, It's in Mexico, not in Japan, as was rumored. And that will be coming out uh, later this year as well to Game Pass. Uh, Diablo 2 Resurrected release date was announced. Um, We also saw Stalker 2 release date was announced. We saw Back for Blood is going to be available game one on uh, game... Uh, on Game Pass Day One, <laughs> uh, Contraband was announced from the Just Cause developer Avalanche in partnership with uh, with Xbox uh, Game Studios, if I'm not mistaken. Outer Worlds Two was announced. Sea of Thieves announced a partnership with Pirates of the Caribbean. Yakuza Like a Dragon was available on Game Pass. That was a pretty big announcement. Uh, Battlefield 2042, Ayudin um, Chronicle. Uh, was delayed, uh, and then there was a spinoff announced for that in 2023. 12 Minutes release date was announced. Psychonauts release date announced. Microsoft Flight Simulator announced. Age of Empires release date announced. Um, Doom Eternal coming to Game Pass with the next-gen upgrade. Uh, Elder Scrolls uh, Console Edition um, will be available next week, or enhanced, uh, meaning that it's going to pick up some of the stuff that's been introduced in the PC version. Uh, Hades is arriving to Game Pass on August 13th. Party Animals uh, is coming to... It's it's a uh, uh, adorable competitive brawler, as it's being described. Somerville was finally um, shown off from the ex... Yeah. Uh, 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 Limbo and Inside Playdead peeps. Play yep. Dead, yeah. I, like, their new... Uh, ex Playdead made a new studio. Yeah. Jump ship. Uh, a Plague Tale Requiem was announced for 2022. Uh, Far Cry gameplay was showed off. Um, Slime Rancher 2 was in- announced as an Xbox exclusive. A snowboarding game called Shredders was announced. Atomic Heart would be available on Game Pass Day 1. Uh, uh, Replaced was announced, which is like a cyberpunk-looking 2D, 2.5D art. Sick. And it's an Xbox exclusive. Sick. Yep. Grounded updates. Uh, Among Us is getting a 15-player lobby. The Ascent release date announced. That's everything. So going through this, it's actually um, pretty packed with 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 some stuff. So let's let's I think focus you on the I guess, Avalanche the big one. one as well. No, no, no I said contraband. Yeah. 
Yeah, contraband. Contraband. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right, dudes. Let's talk. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. talk about. Let's talk <laughs> about the Xbox wrestling. showcase. I mean, there's a lot. I don't know what we want to talk about. But there's a lot. Gabby, you start us off. Game Pass, Gabby, you start us off, buddy. Game Pass, Gabby. Well, okay, so you touched upon it a little bit, but I thought it was really cool to see um, Todd Howard start the show, and I thought that was like that. That was really really cool because, like, like like you said, traditionally you get Phil Spencer, and you get you maybe you get the idea Xbox guy every now and then. And usually that's it, or like some random dev or whatever. But starting off with Phil Spencer, sorry, Phil Spencer, with Todd Howard, with Starfield, you knew you weren't you weren't gonna get gameplay because it was it was rumored to come out late next year. But we got a sneak peek at in-game ish engine, and they're and they're describing Starfield as like that NASA punk, like kind of game. Um, they're saying it's Skyrim in space, 100 hours, and it's like a game that they've envisioned for the last 20 years, and it's their first new IP in that many years as well, 2025 20, years, which is crazy to think that they haven't created a new IP in that long as a studio. So <laughs> what did you just say? Uh, oh, I found there's a oh, bunch of videos. After, okay. Yeah, yeah. A bunch of videos of Pokemon Unite. So... I'm excited to see more Starfield. I'm I'm pumped up for that. And we finally got like there's no ambiguity. There's no like is it coming on any other consoles? It's clear. It's exclusive. It's coming out on Xbox and PC day one on Game Pass. Um, because I don't know. Leading up to that, there was a lot of still like I kind of said this word. Maybe it's still coming out on PlayStation and other con like you know. So that's not the case. Um. So that was cool. Um, I would say another highlight for me, again, was that Replaced was really sick. Hopefully that game comes out. I know we've been waiting for... What's that game again, Ortega? The one that one indie, like, cyberpunk game that never... The last night. So maybe it'll replace the, the hole that we've we've had for the last night. Because I remember we were all hyped when we saw that trailer. Did you uh, say Replaced? The... <laughs> game Game Pass. Game Pass. Um, <laughs> Wait, is it must be? Yeah, kind of last night. What was that? Yeah, I searched up the, the last, last night. night. Brought up a Transformer movie. Yeah, because we saw that at Devin's house. I think we. I remember we were all sitting on his couch. I was probably shirtless, and we watched that trailer, <laughs> and we're like, "Damn, that looks really cool." Oh yeah, so, I remember this like Pixel Cyberpunk. Yeah, we were all, that we were all never, really excited about it. That game never. That game never came out. I'm super pumped about 12 minutes. I'm cool. I'm excited it finally got a release date. I'm really excited to try that out. Um, as well as, um, again, how you met, like some, like I know you mentioned all of them, but Somerville is a game that I've been looking forward to for a while. I'm super happy that we finally got to see it oh, um, in action because as soon as I win that they started that one of the X Play Dead um, co founders started a new studio, I was like, okay, okay, okay. And then I was pumped up for that ever since. Um, and again, I think it was really cool seeing a, a partnership. So they actually just started. Oh shit! My bad. My lighting. <laughs> I forgot about this twelve minutes game with James McAvoy and Daisy Ridley. Yeah. Um, cool. What was I gonna say? Shit. Oh, I think they just started a new Twitter account. Xbox 
publish like uh, Xbox Studios publishing. So all the studios that they are gonna partner with, like the Avalanches and other studios. So that's kind of cool to see that they're doing that as well. I know Sony's been doing that as well with other publishers, where it's gonna be under the Sony um, Studios umbrella, but partnered with certain developers. So that's cool to see that. Uh, I thought Psychonauts 2 looked pretty dope. I'm excited to yeah. play that. I didn't play the first one. I'm probably going to go back and play that at some point. I just think, um, what's his name? What's what's the what's the what's the lead guy the guy's name again? Tim Schafer. And uh, yeah, he seems like such a cool dude, man. Yeah. Like it just seems Jack like he's Black a really cool guy. Games. Yeah, yeah, like the Jack <laughs> Black of video games. That's exactly it. Um, and then again, like. I was super pumped up, man, when that Halo multiplayer beta, like a uh, Halo multiplayer uh, trailer drop. I was at work, and I was like, I was trying to just look like I was working, you know. Don't tell this to anybody. And like, man, oh man, I got so hyped for that trailer. I was literally <laughs> like, I started crying, man. I was just like so emotional. And well, I don't, I don't know what else to say, man. I'm just, I'm. I, it's it's weird that we didn't get a release date yet, and they just said holiday, and we got a release date for Starfield that's coming out next yeah. year. So I found that really interesting. I know they're they're just probably just trying to make sure that they hit that release date and not oh, like overpromise. So as soon as they figure out what date it's gonna come out, they'll 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 announce it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I'm missing so many different things. Battlefield looks super sick. I'm probably not going to buy it. I was hoping it was going to be on Game Pass. It was oh. one of the three games that weren't on, that weren't um a part of the Game Pass library day one where all the other games that they showed on that on, on that conference uh, were. Uh, Battlefield looks really, 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 really cool. And I haven't mm-hmm. really been excited for a Battlefield game since like 1949 or Bad Company 2. So... Yeah, the whole pacing of the of the show was dope. It was literally just like what trailer after trailer after trailer, a small speech here, trailer, 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 small speech, trailer, 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 trailer. It was it felt it felt kind of long, but it was still good. Where they got a lot of a lot a lot across, and um, the last game they showed was it was it uh red Redfall yeah yeah Redfall. It was a CG trailer, but I'm excited to see more of it. I know a lot of people were first anticipating it more to be like a uh, a left left for dead type of game, like back for blood type of game. But it they're describing it as an open world game, so it's, I'm interested to see what that game will actually look like. Out of Arcane Austin, I believe is the are the guys making it. So overall, I thought the, I thought the conference was really cool. The pacing was was really good. There was a lot of cool games that they showed across. A variety of different. I didn't even talk about Forza, man. Forza looked fucking yeah. sick. <laughs> like, like that game looked insanely good. I'm out of breath. I don't know what else to say. Yeah. I think to like piggyback off the Halo thing. Like, I'm not nearly as big of a Halo fan as you, but like that trailer had me pumped, dude. It was like I don't know. It's just so many good memories. Like everything looks like old but shiny and new. Like it. it plus, like it, cool it reminded shit, like, me. A- yeah, it, it re- literally reminded me a lot of Halo 3, just because, like, I don't know, it just, that the whole tone of it, like, it looked like they were playing on Valhalla, and Valhalla was the Halo 3 map, and I don't know, it it just looked, it just looked, with the equipment and all that crap, it looked, it just looked so, so good. Yeah. And it was cool that you got, like, that that trailer and, like, a 15-minute kind of, like, deep dive into it, where you really got to, like... The following day. Yeah, yeah, you, you kind of got to jump in. It wasn't just like a small tease. 
and it was like so much better received than that first trailer they showed like everybody was like it's kind of ugly the first time but like, i didn't hear <laughs> any of that this time yeah 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 <laughs> it's crazy and i think every trailer must have had like on game pass or like game pass day one or like xbox exclusive like there was some kind of tagline in front of every single trailer they showed yeah, well, they, I think they said they, they showed 30 games, and out of the 30 games, 27 of those games were going to be on Game Pass. And crazy, I, I think they did. I, I think they did a really good job on showing what was coming out this year, and like I guess, um, the following year as well, as well as teasing a little bit more. Like they they showed out like a good roadmap of what's to come. And again, they didn't they didn't even talk about. They talked about it at the end when Phil Spencer gave a speech, but they didn't. They didn't. They didn't show Fable. They didn't show. They didn't show Perfect Dark. They didn't show what NXIL is making. They didn't show Hellblade. They didn't show a bunch of games. So they didn't show like Psycho. Uh, uh, what's their What's their What's their names? Uh, fucking. They didn't show Compulsion Games. Whatever they're working on. They didn't show. Uh, what's his? The Psychonaut Studio. Double Fine. They didn't even show what Double Fine's working on next. You know what I mean? So there's still a lot of question marks of what's to come. And I think they did a really good job of showing, like, the doors are slowly opening on all these games that are going to be coming out. And I know yes. they're trying to promise every every quarter they're going to have one, like, one first-party game available on Game Pass, which is crazy to think that, they, that they're actually going to try and pull that off. Any thoughts, Dev, or are you pretty much wrapped up on, on what you thought? Hmm. I thought they did a pretty good job, and yeah, I think, um, yeah, I think you kind of got the the nail on the head at the end, Gabs. Like they're, I think they're trying to show off what's coming, but not trying to like do the same thing as uh, the other, like of as Ubisoft. Like you know, they don't want to like promise a bunch, and then you're like, where are all these games that we saw like two, four, three, four years ago? So it, it's cool that you know we're starting to see the fruits of those acquisitions. We still got to wait a few more years though before we actually get to play some of them though. And then their first party studios, yeah, Forza looks better than ever. Halo looks better than ever. Both of those super stoked for. Um, oh, I actually saw for the first time PC Game Pass got games that Xbox Game Pass didn't get. Uh, Fallout yeah. One and Two I got on Game Pass. Yeah. I was like, oh, I've never played yeah. those before. That's really cool. Well, those those are PC games. I, yeah, I I honestly like I didn't think about it because Chewy loves uh, our friend from work. Chewy he loves Fallout, so I messaged him. I was like, dude, the original Fallout's are on Game Pass. And he's like, yo, really? I don't see him, dude. And I was like, whoa, like that's never happened before. <laughs> I just didn't even yeah, think it was yeah. like I never considered it. But yeah, uh, that's that's yeah, that's all I got on Xbox. It was pretty good. Um, it was definitely the best uh, that they've shown in. Man, in recent memory, it's the best conference that that Xbox has put together, and it was really, uh, you know, I agree with Gabby. I think it was really well paced. I think the the things that they've learned from their numbers heavy slash like like just a lot of talking but not actually showing off games. Um, this really addressed that. So it was really that pace of like trailer, 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 just like keep going, which is exactly what uh, I want to see from all of the big three. Is just fucking show me games, man. I don't need to know how many consoles are out in the wild. Just show me some goddamn games. And that's that's what this was. It was a huge showcase. Even going through this list, like as we were reading it, I was like, man, that's fucking. This is a lot heavier than even I thought. So, um, yeah, I think the standouts for me, Forza is definitely like that's probably game of show for me. To be quite honest, um, it looked so fucking good. Uh, I loved uh, Forza. All of them, all the Horizon games have been great. But I think the fact that this one has a single player campaign that it has to do with like yeah. 
expeditions into like Mayan ruins and shit like that. Like yeah, it's it just like super compelling. Music festival thing. Yeah, so like I I can't wait to get my hands on this game. I loved the last one, but this seems like it's just gonna uh, bring more of what I love about games in general to a, a franchise that 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 um that I that I really love. So I'm super excited to play that November 9th. Uh, Halo multiplayer looked great. Um, disappointed a little bit, and I I shared this with Gabby in the week, but just disappointed that we saw campaign tidbits but didn't necessarily see any game uh, uh updated gameplay wow. from the campaign he thinks halo sucks <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding. i do i do think that <laughs> um but i think i mean if i think about the newest trilogy so i think about four or five the campaigns haven't been the strongest five's campaign probably being the worst by far out of all five games and so i'm i'm really excited Gabby, you talked about how Halo Combat evolved earlier. Like, it's one of the best FPS campaigns of all time. Like, that's where this game started. So, as much as the multiplayer is where it's evolved and where it's, I think a lot of Halo players get excited these days, for me, it's about the Chief and, and Cortana and, and seeing the end of that story, especially after not seeing much of them in Halo 5. So, I just, my it's a personal thing. I would have liked to have seen just some gameplay from the campaign building on what we saw last year that was relatively unremarkable and it would have been nice to have addressed that but at the end of the day like the multiplayer component looked great just really hoping that the story is compelling um uh, for halo infinite so we will see um luckily we don't have to wait that long because it will be out hopefully later this year they committed to it so hopefully no more pushbacks on this game um i have a question for gabby what's your question should i kill ortega no i'm just joking they didn't show it they didn't say they would have it but are they gonna have a battle royale mode? Are they gonna have a war? I don't know, man. Kind of competitor? I don't know, man. I think. I, I think if it was gonna be day one, I feel like they would have announced it. I feel like that's a pretty big deal. Like I feel like that would have been a huge get hype moment for probably a lot of people, especially maybe a lot of people that are new to Halo and want to try out Halo. But I feel like they're really banking on it being free to play, um, which yeah, is gonna hopefully, that's hopefully. Um, get a lot of people into it that maybe don't want to try it because like you don't even need Game Pass; it's free. It's like it'll just be on the Xbox Store if you have an Xbox or or a PC. You can just download it for free. It should just which is which is now. exactly so. I I do I want a better oil out of Halo? Like, I'm not fully in love with Battle Royale. I think a Battle Royale would do good for a, a franchise like halo just because it's it's really has taken over the first person genre obviously specifically for multiplayer and you can you, you see you see how it it it's done wonders for call of duty the second time around not necessarily the first time they had because they they yeah, first blackout had a garbage. blackout which was which was okay but it it's it didn't peak the way war uh, warzone peaked yeah. at all not right not even r- not even in the same conversation um i feel like they'll probably eventually do it i honestly honestly feel like if it was day one they would have already announced it i don't know there's still time maybe they'll pull out a surprise out of their ass and 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 still surprise people, but I feel like announcing it at E3 would have been a pretty big deal. So I don't know. I'm I'm indifferent. I'm I'm really indifferent to it because like I, I'm not playing Warzone. I don't play Fortnite. There, there. I don't have a, a, like an allegiance or a desire to play uh, battle royales like a lot of people do. So I'm more so arena, big team battle. I just want to have fun with my friends. You know what I mean? So good question though. 
That's the end thing, you know? Yeah, it re- I mean, it really is. I, I've said this earlier, but I said my, my observation for E3 this year is the end thing is extreme weather effects. There's like three games this yeah. year coming out that all have it. Like Forza, Battlefield, yeah. and there's one other one I think that had it too. And then uh, Just Cause 4 before that, but yeah. Uh, Menard brought up a good point saying that it's uh, because of like ray tracing. It's like... Uh, Storms look really cool with like the lighting effects and stuff going through them, so that's probably why you'll see it more because they can make it look better than they have. Mm. But anyways, who's next? Who's after? Who's after Xbox? Well, I have I have oh. more thoughts on it. Oh no, no, we don't we don't care about yours. Here's a PlayStation guy. Okay, cool. We also we also we also didn't give it a rating. Oh yeah, good call. Well, sorry, your thoughts on them? We'll rate them. We'll rate it. So Battlefield, I think out of the three of them, Battlefield, Forza. Um, uh, the Ascent I'm really excited about and then Replaced were probably the big four that came out of this. I thought Stalker looked really cool. I think the environment in that Stalker game did, was awesome. Stalker showed really well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I think, I mean, overall like there was a ton of games in the conference. I'm glad a lot of them are coming out this year. Psychonauts, another one that I'm really excited to play. So I'm, I'm excited that the next couple of months there's going to be something on Game Pass pretty much every month um, that's either a first-party studio or uh, or something that was developed um or in development well, back for blood. yeah back from blood was on the show as well <clears throat> yeah so I, I mean for me i'm excited to finally just get kind of some use out of my my series x with some new games rather than maybe playing some of my back catalog of games um but yeah i'm, I'm stoked man like ascent is coming out next month and then we talked about uh death store like like july is really going to be where it kind of kicks off um so I'm, I'm super stoked to do that my only knock my only knock on it uh was we're going into the holiday season. So we're seeing games every month up until the holiday season, but it just, it, it sucks. It doesn't, I know it's going to change, but it sucks that we're going into another fall season where Halo and Forza are going to be at the, at the forefront. I'm not taking away from how good those games look, Gabby, by any stretch of the imagination. Both look fantastic. But with all the studio acquisition, I was hoping to start to see some of the new IP coming to fruition sooner. We've been waiting five or six years now for some of this stuff to happen, and it's still not happening. Not to say it's not happening in other months, or in smaller capacities with games like The Ascent, but I know the the small part of me was disappointed that like things like Avowed, Starfield, like there's there's still another eighteen months to go to see some of those games. Like I just I just want to see the fruits of the labor of these games. I, I really really want to see the first party studios from Xbox just produce some fucking fantastic games sooner, sooner rather than later. So it's not a knock on them for not for not having those games. It's just the fact that it's taken so long to acquire these studios have a game in development and then and it's going to be a little bit longer for us to actually see them um but i think this year to your point was like a a great way for them to open the doors and start to set out this roadmap uh, on what to expect from xbox game studios but there still hasn't been there hasn't been a new ip that's like that's wowed me uh that's come from like an internal not bethesda because i think starfield looks fantastic from what we know of it but none of the xbox game studios have announced anything that's a new ip like even fable Perfect Dark, like Avowed, I guess, is the closest thing by Obsidian, but there still hasn't been a new IP that's come from, well, from the game wasn't. studios. But that's good. Doesn't fall. Yeah. Didn't do it for me. Like I, I it's a new it's a new arcane studio. It's, but even that that came as part of the well. like, it's not my aesthetic, but it's still like it's a it's a new IP for them, you know. It's it's new, yeah. And it's and it's Contraband like, as well. We got contraband. We don't really know what that is, but that's a new IP. That's a new IP from Avalanche, right? But it's is it published by not, Microsoft Studios? <laughs> published by microsoft studios but it's not an it's not a first party studio game if, as far as i know right but it's the same thing as like playstation doing that multiple multiplayer games and it's still under the playstation studios umbrella right 
Yeah, and I'm not I'm not detracting from the fact that it's going to be a new IP. I'm I'm saying the the internal studios that they've been investing in, like we have yet to see. I we I don't I can't name a single game that's come out that's a AAA like first party new IP that's come out from one of those studios. It, I I don't know of one like like Perfect Dark again is building on an older one. Fables a reboot. Um, Forza Halo Gears like I, I don't avowed is is was from a studio acquisition but none of the actual like first party studios that they built internally have, have announced one of those new games not to say that they're not working on it but again it's just disappointing to see that they, we're not starting to see some of that uh stuff come out faster so um that's it like it's not again game pass is doing great things there's two amazing looking games coming out this year that are at the forefront of the xbox lineup but like, I just wish the ball was rolling sooner. If they had done the work that they were doing in 2015, back in 2014, we'd be a year closer to seeing some of those games, and we're still multiple years away from even seeing like Fable and, and some of the other games that are being worked on. But overall, I give it a B plus. I think it was a great conference. It's the best Xbox conference I've seen in fuck man eight years now. Like it, it finally, it finally happened where we came into one, and it was just games after games after games. It feels, it feels like that hasn't happened. Um, and I'm, I'm genuinely excited. Like. Starting basically next month, we're going to start to see Xbox exclusives every month on the platform, and it's about fucking time, man. I'm so I'm so pumped. What grades? Uh, what grades do you guys give it? B. That's not a B. I give it a B. <laughs> okay. B. And Gabby. I give it an A. That's an A. For me, it's so an a. fucking surprising, dude. So <laughs> surprised you gave it an A. Uh, I gave yeah, a lower no. score than you did. That's crazy. I thought they did really well. There's just a lot, a lot of announcements not for me. I think that's all. Halo was just yeah, like I, the big thing for me. I think like going back to it again, like it's not, I mean, they had announced that they had picked up Bethesda at this thing. Then it bumps it right up to an A for me. It's just that you, we get news from these guys like, like often. And Xbox was kind of what the first one that started that stream with the series X announcement where they announced stuff every few months rather than having like this big media press run. So this was great, like a lot of the Game Pass stuff and hearing a lot of release dates, but I think that there's more in the future. So I'll hold off on giving it an A because it's just, you know, it's a lot of stuff that I think we were expecting and and stuff that we knew was kind of on the way. It's when we get the unexpected stuff that I'll, I'll start to be wowed a little bit more, um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully soon. I know for me personally, I'm not huge on a lot of Bethesda games. Like I've played them and like they're they're okay. Like I'm, I just don't like love them. So like the idea of like them making announcements is not super exciting for me. I'm, I'm excited for Starfield because I'm definitely more into sci-fi than what they normally do. But like, um, yeah, I don't know. The they even bring up the Outer Worlds two con- confirmation. Yeah, Outer Worlds two got a confirmation, but it's um from uh, Obsidian. It would be cool to see yeah, some more unique games from the other studios. You saw a lot of um. Uh, I know it's their bread and butter, but we saw a lot of FPSs. That's the one thing too. Is a lot of shooters that were kind of in the conference, and and as as good as like Stalker and all of these FPSs looked, um, I I you know you know my loving of platformers and stuff like that. I I want to see just more games of different varieties. Um, I think the idea of Everwild being this like combatless like fantasy game, like I, I was really intrigued by that, and it's unfortunate that we're not probably going to see it for another year or two. Um, but those are the kind of games that I think that I'm looking for from these internal studios that are just like, hey, it's and not. They're saying a game. 2024 now for that game. Yeah, now. so we might not see it for like years. But but um, the, when I give an example of a game like that's one where I'm like, fuck, I was so excited for Everwild. We're three years out now. Like we're probably not going to see it for a considerable amount of time. Speaking of Wild yeah. and Game Pass, uh, uh, Outer Worlds. Uh, Outer Wilds is leaving. Outer Wilds, yeah, yeah, the yeah. good one. Well, they're both good, but you know, the cool story one is leaving soon. So play it soon. Yeah, I will. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, okay, so okay, I got complaints. I didn't know it was leaving. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> this guy messaged me the other day. He's like, "Yo, below and uh, what was the other game? Are not Action. on Game Pass anymore?" Action. And I'm like, "Yo, they left Game Pass like a, a, over a year ago, <laughs> dude." Like, <laughs> yeah, and I wasn't like, I wasn't, I wasn't saying anything. I was just like, "Man, it sucks." Like, those are games that like I really want to go back sucks. and play below. Yeah. Um, but it, I mean, that's kind of the thing with with um like we were talking about just with game pass like ashen is a 70 dollar game like it's great that it was there the first party studio stuff mm-hmm. is going to be amazing because that's never going to leave but it does suck like below is a game that i love and i, I just wanted to play it i was like motherfucker like this game's not on here anymore i have to go out and buy it for 25 bucks and ashen's 61 bucks like there's a hundred dollars right there and that was on game pass so i think it just speaks to the to the value of it um when it is there yeah. it, it's kind of missed when it's gone it just sucks to, to know that you have to buy it once it's gone right so but, uh... um Nintendo yeah. next. Sorry. Nintendo next. Square Enix, man. Oh fuck them! Nobody cares about that. <laughs> well, <laughs> it should, one was. We yeah. can go through. We can go through it really quickly because it was. It was bad. Yeah, we should. It wasn't uh, just for an hour and a half. It, was, it was super, super weird. Where they could have. It could have been really good. I'll go through it quickly. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy announced coming from Eidos Montreal. <laughs> Project Athea is named Forspoken. Budget, uh... Uh, <laughs> MCU budget uh, yeah, Guardians. The, uh, it's like exactly like that Square Avengers game. It's just like rip-off versions of the Marvel MCU. Yeah, I really... Well, I mean, we'll talk about it in that's, a second. That's the, that's the impact the MCU has, right? So that we're so ingrained with the image of what these characters look like that when you get a realistic-looking avengers or guardians and it's not chris pratt or chris evans <laughs> you're like who the fuck are these guys you know what I mean? that's a good point because i guess the movie ones were based off of comics to begin with but yeah these ones have kind of like superseded the comics now yeah i just do they really have it's worth it's worth talking about because it's something it's my one complaint about this game is that um i mean i'll bring it up in a minute but uh black panther arrives in marvel's avengers later this year life is strange true colors was announced um, remastered Life is Strange arriving in fall. Uh, Marvel's Avengers gave a roadmap. Uh, Outriders gets a new gameplay trailer and a six-minute deep dive. Okay. Uh, Tomb Raider def- uh, Definitive Survivor Trilogy was announced. Just mobile, uh, just Cause Mobile. Project Hitman Sniper Assassins. Um, AR Space Invaders mobile game. Uh, Balan Wonderland. Oh my god, who the fuck cares about that game? Um, and that was pretty much everything. So... The big one, obviously, half of this thing was fucking spent on Guardians of the Galaxy. And uh, I agree. So here's here's my one gripe. I'm excited for this game. I liked what I saw. The gripe that I have is exactly what you said, Devin. Like, either go far left and, like, make something that does not look similar in tone or visually to the movies. Um, which is tough because the movies are based off of comics. So to stay true, you kind of have to you know, borrow some. But it does feel like it's like you're. It's a halfway. Like it, it feels like it's halfway between the comics and Chris Pratt. It's like pick one. Like either put it in your own original designs for these guys, or just go full on MCU. Like don't don't live in that middle because then you're alienating both sides. People that want original stuff don't see it. People that want MCU stuff don't see it, and so that you end up in this like, kind of like middling place. They missed. It looks like they were aiming for MCU and just like missed, and like it's just, <laughs> it's just not quite there. Yeah. Well, and I will say, like, Eidos, like, I said this about the Avengers game. The campaign was good. So, like, I, I'm hopeful for this game because the campaign I enjoyed quite a bit. 
um, the thing that bothered me was just all of the the microtransactions and and the game economy and the end game and the idea of adding gear and all that kind of stuff like that. The it just lack doesn't of roadmap. Yeah, and the lack of road, it just didn't fit that game. So, Reigns of the Galaxy is a single player focused like narrative experience. Like, if it can even match the campaign of Marvel's Avengers, I'm happy with that. And if it does nothing else than just tell a good story, I'm good with that. Doesn't need to be the best game, but if it's just a Marvel game that that succeeds in some platform as a narrative, I'm I'm all in on that. So, we'll wait to see. I will definitely be picking it up regardless of what it what it reviews like cuz I'm I'm I love the Guardians of the Galaxy. Um but I can kind of give my thoughts when it comes out and it's coming out this year. So that was pretty exciting to know that it's coming out um later later this fall. I missed one big announcement too. I'm so sorry. The Square Enix uh, Final Fantasy stuff. So a bunch of mobile announcements were, were brought out, and then we saw that Final Fantasy Origins game that was... Uh... was game. Did you guys try that demo yet, too? I heard it was super corrupt. Really? It's it's not good. It's, <laughs> it's, it, it needs work. Okay. It's disappointing that that's a demo. I would not be... Uh... Yeah, no, I would eh? not be happy about that game. No, I, I played a little bit of it, and I was just like, man, like this game needs a significant amount of work for me to be like excited for it. The concept of it's great, but like it just does. It feels like a PS3 game. Like, like I, I think I read somewhere that somebody was like, "This is basically a, an up-res PS3 game." That's that is precisely what it feels like. So I, I, I hope it comes a long way until it comes out. Oh man, they have the talent to do it. I wouldn't be surprised if it did, but that sucks that it's that bad. Yeah, so my Square Enix, uh, this is exactly, you know, it's not Koch Entertainment, but it was, uh, it, it was a C minus for me. It was, a, it was a pretty bad show. It was paced horribly. They spent twenty minutes on Guardians of the Galaxy, like just fast fired a whole bunch of mobile Final Fantasy news, and then just like shoehorn in a couple of things that I was pretty disinterested in. So this was like, this was probably the worst one. Like Ubisoft was pretty bad, but at least Ubisoft, I didn't really have expectations. Square Enix, I was pretty excited um yeah like just the pacing fucking blew it for me as much as much as i'm excited for guardians like i i just was like man why is this taking 20 minutes to get through this this does not need to be this long yeah Um, i I, i'm i'm right there with you it was a little over underwhelming um the guardians game does look pretty cool i probably wouldn't play it um but i'm excited for you to play it because i know how much you love guardians of the galaxy like as you as you mentioned um but yeah, I think I'd 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 rank it a C. It not none of the games really did it, did anything for me at all. So yeah, I think I would go like C minus. So it was same thing. It was just like updates for games that are already out, and like the ones that they did show were like yeah, it wasn't enough information to be really compelling. And then the one thing that was compelling for me was announced before the show happened. So I yeah, it kind of lost its steam before I even got to see it. C minus. Um, okay, so that wraps up Square Enix, um, and then we've got a couple of smaller ones. There was Gearbox, and then there was Capcom. Gearbox, really quickly, I didn't watch this one, but a little bit more about Tina, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, and then... I'm actually excited uh, for the, the movie. Apparently they did a lot of, like, behind-the-scenes stuff about the movie, which, uh, I yeah, think they... it's actually turning out pretty good. Kevin Hart's gonna be in it. Kevin yeah, Hart, Randy Pitcher. Yeah. Randy Pitchford did a little bit of a of a behind the scenes, so definitely check it out if you haven't. But Gearbox is relatively light on on news. Uh, Godfall was getting released for PS4, so all all three of you that bought Godfall, um, be excited that it's going to to PS4. It's crazy, um, man. 
I pre-ordered that game. Holy fuck, I'm glad I didn't buy it. Um, Capcom. <laughs> I heard Capcom. Thoughts? I didn't watch Capcom, but I heard it was really bad. I got Rocksmith Plus, and I didn't get my fucking Mega Man. No <laughs> Mega Man at all. You gotta be kidding me, man. Resident Evil DLC yeah, is coming out. Capcom was like Reverse some Monster is coming Hunter, out. Monster Hunter Rise DLC, I think. I wonder if we'll ever get a new Street Fighter game. Yeah, I thought we were going to see six for sure, but nope. Nothing. All right. Uh, one one last fleeting thought on the Xbox Game Showcase. Sorry, really quickly before we dive into Nintendo, and that'll be our last one. Um, I actually think that the Xbox conference was made better by the fact that they did a deep dive today. So kudos to Xbox. So I actually think the idea of doing like an extension where they did some deep dives into Hellblade and some of the games that weren't present at the at the um, keynote on on Sunday. I think it's perfect. Like, if you could focus on game trailers the way that they did on Sunday, a little bit heavy on the CGI, as Devin said, but not a lot of gameplay. But if you have a secondary event like the one that they held today that gives you deep dives into combat and the ideas and maybe some more footage of gameplay, I am down if that becomes a standard where it's like main showcase and then an hour and a half where you get to actually kind of host some talks with developers. So kudos to Xbox and the team there um, for doing that because, like, that was pretty exciting to see that they were doing an extended showcase and then like hear that there was going to be updates on games or at least some dialogue around games that we didn't see that were uh, that I know I'm excited for, like like Hellblade. That's pretty sweet. So if we see that in the future of E3s and other uh, gaming events, I think that would be a, a pretty cool idea and um, takes away from some of the stuff that really doesn't belong. And I, I think those those uh, those showcases where you can just show trailer after trailer, like when they talk to devs for 10 minutes, like do that shit on a separate stream. So kudos to Xbox for doing that because I think they did a really, really good job of, of breaking that portion up. All right. Last big one. Nintendo. Devin. Yeah. I'm going to read it all out and then I'm going to I'm gonna go to you first, all right? <laughs> Our also... certified Nintendo boy, <laughs> Devin. <laughs> <laughs> I also would like to point out that they too had a very similar setup where they did like game announcements and then here's a whole bunch of dev deep dives which you know, get right into. after they did it yeah. right after a post to a couple days where microsoft did it a couple days after the event or like did it. three four days after which they've, they've always four done yeah. i think this year in particular they did it much better than they always have their treehouse with devin rice yeah, it was, uh, yeah, Nintendo, not to discount Nintendo, because they did it as well, and they've done Treehouses in the past. Um, but I think the production value of the Xbox One, like having Paris Lily host it and all that yeah. kind of stuff, that's a first for, for something of, the, of that. So, yeah, and, the, and they, like, um, Nintendo, like, one year they just announced the, like, Metroid 2 remake. Like, they just announced it at that Treehouse thing. It was, like, after E3. They're like, oh, by the way, this new game. Everyone's like, what the fuck? That would have been good to put at E3, dude. Like, this year they did yeah. it properly. Yeah, it did. It? Yeah, man. All right, ready, Nintendo. I'm going to ring these off quickly. Ring Breath in. of the Wild, Breath of the Wild Two got a 2022 release window and a new trailer. Uh, Tekken's Kazuya Mishima is announced Fuck. for Super Smash Bros. <laughs> Metroid Dread, holy shit! Metroid Dread arrives on Nintendo this fucking year, October 8th. Mario Party Superstars is bringing mini game fun to Switch on October 29th. October, you're fucking busy, bud. Uh, Legend <laughs> of Zelda Game and Watch handheld announced with four games. Coming out November 12th. Oh I pre-ordered this shit. I want to see it. No, you <laughs> didn't. <laughs> did you you really? did? did? You give no, him you shit didn't. for buying Mario All-Stars. Did you buy this fucking thing? 
I never said I wasn't going to buy this. Uh, Gabby made a point of saying that he was not going to buy Mario. All-Stars. I didn't buy it. Care about All Stars? We we've already established this. Do you guys share a bank account? No. Do you guys share a home? <laughs> That's a personal question, dude. <laughs> yeah, we share a home. Share I bought children? her her own Switch. I burnt. I burnt her Switch. <laughs> you burnt it. <laughs> Fucking burnt it. <laughs> you just have a fire outside. Fuck your Animal Crossing. Man. Anyways, yeah, dude. <laughs> keep listening to those games, man. What's up? I'm just, I'm just saying, Game and Watch, like it has like a little display thing. Like there's some, there's some, there's some oh, big yeah. Zelda display fans around me. So it's got little buttons on it. I mean, I love Zelda maybe as much as you do, if not more. And I would never buy that garbage. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I wasn't, that. I wasn't referring to me and Watch when it comes out. It's probably going to be. I'm going to cut a promo about point. this thing. Conference time. I'll buy it for, I'll buy it for Logan. You know, just like. <laughs> The last day it's available, Gabby's like, where the fuck can I find one of these? Let's go to Walmart and buy all of them, you fucking loser. Guys, let's uh, go buy every copy. Every, every single fucking copy, dude. See, you I, gotta, sound I hope you clip that. You, you hope you clip that. I need that sound bite. Uh, uh, WarriorWare uh, got announced for the Switch. Uh, that Advanced was a cool Wars announcement. Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp will be available on the, in this holiday. That's pretty I've fucking exciting. Advanced Wars. That was sick. That one was very exciting. Sparks of Hope got a new gameplay trailer, which is the new Mario Rabbids, Life is Strange, True Colors, and Life is Strange Remastered is coming to uh, Switch's library. Uh, Mario, uh, Mario, uh, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy cloud version is headed to the Switch. Please, if you're going to buy this game, don't buy it for Switch. The cloud versions do not run well. They have high latency. Just save yourself. Uh, Mario Golf Super Rush will receive a free update post-launch that includes new golfers and courses, including Tiger Woods. Pretty fucking exciting. Uh, I, I added the last bit. Right? I, I, I added the Tiger Woods part. Oh, um, I thought he was actually going to be in there. No, but I made it sound like it, right? Uh, then Fatal Frame, Maiden of Blackwater was announced. Uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot is making its way to Switch, which is a pretty fun Dragon Ball game if you're a Dragon Ball fan. Super Monkey Ball Mania announced, uh, or Banana Mania uh, Shin Megami Tensei 5 got an official release date. Uh, Monster Hunter Stories 2. Wings of Ruin got a new trailer. Uh, Danganronpa Decadence collects four Danganronpa games into one visual no- novel package. So that will be out. Um, I think it does the anniversary edition. Dagan, Danganronpa 2 and then 3 and then S, I think, are all included in that package. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater is coming to Switch on June 25th, 1 and 2. The remasters, Doom Eternal, Ancient Gods, available on Switch. Uh, Strange Brigade is a co-op third-person adventure that is available today on Switch. This was on a Tuesday. Uh, Just Dance is coming to Switch. God damn it. Uh, Worms Rumble. Uh, and then Cruisin' Blast Speeds onto Switch in fall. Cruisin', Cruisin' Blasts. Cruisin' Blasts is what it's called. It's, a, it's an arcade classic. Yeah. And that's the whole thing. <laughs> Okay, Gavs. Sorry, <laughs> you're good, man. You're good. Your mic's peaking, so we can't hear you coughing. You okay, dude? You got some water? Don't talk um, shit about Game and Watch, bro. I'm worried about Gabby. Hold on. He went off cam. Yeah. <laughs> I'm worried about Gabby. Hang on. Take a fucking bite of your pizza. <laughs> well, I'm just waiting. He's coughing pretty I'm bad. I'm so here. concerned, dude. Well, what am I gonna do? I can't do no wait. Well, don't fucking eat the pizza. Wait till he's back on, dude. Well, I might as well. I'm so, wor- I'm so worried about Gabby. And then just fucking bite a pizza. Well, like, I'm not going out of my way to get this pizza. Like, it's just right in front of me. Think about what you could have done differently to support Gabby while he chokes to death. I said, Gabby, you okay, dude? Yeah, now he's have... gone. He's off camera. Oh, Gabby, can you, you give us... Yo, oh. Are you good, man? 
Yeah, my throat just got super dry, so I gotta I had to get some water. <laughs> I just saw you like you just started like wincing, and then the coffee. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so Nintendo. Did you change your shirt? Oh, it's the same no. shirt you had on. Okay, my bad. That was like that's a weird way to come back, but okay. Um, so they, yeah, they had a pretty good mix of like what they they usually have, which is like here's a bunch of games that are already out that aren't on Switch yet are now going to be on Switch. Uh, like those Danganronpa collections and a couple other things, the Doom DLC. Um, I, I'm honestly like really uh, impressed with the Metroid announcement. Um, I was like tickled pink by that. Uh, there was like so many little layers to it where they, I feel like they played it so well. Um, specifically, like starting out by saying Metroid Four is like Metroid Prime Four is like it's being worked on, it's happening, but we don't have anything new to show. And you're kind of like, damn it. And then they're like, oh, but yeah. we do have this new game. And then they start showing you a new Metroid game. And the first thing they show you is Metroid 5. And then, like, as a long-time Metroid fan, you're kind of thinking, like, holy shit. Like, they're making, like, a, a old-school, like, 2D Metroid game. And then they start showing you screenshots. And you're like, oh, fuck, it's 2D. And then they hit you with the title. Um, and it, I don't know if you guys know much about that title. But, like, that game has been rumored for a very, very long time to the point where, like... 15 years. 15 putting years teases. it's been rumored. Uh, like, Metroid Prime started putting teases in their games about this game. Um... And I, I don't even think this was like, I don't think the game that came or that they announced is the one from 15 years ago. I think they named this game after the rumor. Like, I think they were like, let's just call it that because it's funny. And like, I think it was super smart. Um, but yeah, it was like a really, really well done announcement, like kind of giving you bad news and then just kind of hitting you with this, by the way. And then to top it off, it's coming out this year as well. So like, it's not even super far away. Um so we talked about earlier, like the deep dive that they did. So that was the first game that they showed off. Um, and it was, yeah, it was cool to kind of sit there and like watch someone play it for like 15, 20 minutes, talk about some of the new features. Um, they talked about how the studio who developed um, the game I was talking about earlier, Metroid 2, uh, the 3DS remake. Uh, once they did that game, they kind of like had faith that they were going to be able to to kind of make a new 2D Metroid, uh, like, like a brand new game uh, from scratch again. So was kind of cool to hear like the behind the scenes about it um and then after that so after we got metroid we kind of got like a bunch of nostalgia bombs so the mario party game also was really cool um because they had mario party 100 which also came out for 3ds which was like poorly timed um metroid and mario party both came out when the switch was already out so it was like kind of hard to want to go back and buy a new game for a 3ds um so to get the the new mario party and to have it like be visually updated the way it is is super super sick um I, I yeah i really appreciate like getting those old maps and old mini games another thing in the treehouse which they did which was really cool was they showed the pictures of the old mario party maps like on n64 those like crazy like pre-rendered backgrounds and then the version they have now and like it's just insane how much better it looks um and then they they fucking did it again right after with advance wars which was like I, I don't i never really heard much about this like being a thing so like that caught me off guard completely um, I really enjoyed Advance Wars. I wouldn't say I'm like a super huge fan, but I did play like both the games uh, and the DS one, and I like I really really loved them. So it was cool to to see them um, get remastered and kind of remade and not just re released because uh, they released. Uh, there's an indie game called Wargroove that's like super super similar to Advance Wars. Um, so they could have just re released Advance Wars as like a package, but it's cool that they like you know did 3D visuals and whatnot. Um, they just, yeah, I feel like they kept it going. Like, WarioWare is another one, like, kind of an old series that they're bringing back to Switch. Also uh, buffed up again to, like, look a lot better, uh, play a lot better, and kind of take advantage of some of the Switch um, hardware. Um, what else did we miss? 
I really enjoyed the. I don't really care much for Monkey Ball. I really enjoyed the announcement for it because like they kind of teased it as if it was going to be a Donkey Kong game, and then you're like, oh shit, like finally a new Donkey Kong, and then it was the fucking that ape from Smiley ass little monkey, this chilling as a ball. It, it was it was it was a good uh, Smash Bros esque moment, and then there you go, Smash Bros is the kind of the final thing I'll touch on. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of curious to see uh, how Gabby feels about this one. So I, I'm like a pretty decent. Tekken fan like I think it's probably one of my like more favorite fighting games next to like Mortal Kombat and Smash um I could care so, less <clears throat> yeah I, I was like nothing for me yeah I was kind of like eh the character they chose is like not he's, he's okay I'm, I'm I feel like they've done way better yeah with like the other like other um guest fighters you mean yeah like when you get like Cloud even Sephiroth and like you know yeah. like that caliber even banjo like i don't know just something i don't like i've never really been the biggest tekken fan and i know that's probably why i don't really care about the character at all but i'm really curious i I am curious how they're gonna work she's already in it though right like well he's got like this is the first second character no it is yeah yeah she's got a mean costume but that's it um I'm really curious to see how they're going to work the Tekken gameplay into it, because that's, like, one of the cool things about the guest fighters is they always try to, like, borrow stuff from their games. Um, and yeah, Tekken's thing and has always look been at Ken like, and Ryu, right? Yeah. Yeah, Tekken's thing has always been, like, limb gameplay, where, like, each of the four buttons is, like, your left arm, right arm, like, left leg, right leg, which, obviously, the Switch is not going to have... Like, in Smash Bros., you only have A and B, so I'm curious to see how they're going to do that. Um, and, like, you called out Heiachi, and, like, he's typically the guest character when, when Tekken is kind of given to another franchise, so... I'm glad that they didn't choose him, but there's so many other cooler Tekken characters that they could have used, so it sucks that they used him, because he's just like... I don't know. He's very similar to, like, Geese... Or what's the if dude? He's like Jin or something, man. Like Yeah, even Jin would have been cooler. But he's very similar, like, yeah. like Ryu, Ken, uh, Terry... Or is it Terry? Yeah, Terry Bogard. Like, Terry, a lot of yeah. those guys are just going to start to feel, like, very similar, I think. Um, but... You know, we got one more left. Infinite's not out yet. I'm still holding out for Chief, dude. I still hope Chief is Oh, no, buddy. Character. If they drop Chief in Smash Bros, I will lose <laughs> I think my they're going to time it for when it comes out, right? Because they want to, like... They you think so? Pumped about... Uh... That would be pretty damn hype and smart on the Xbox, like Microsoft's part. That'd be huge. They got to leave a big one for the end, dude. They can't, it's, There's one more left. So they got to make it a big one. They, and this is the last DLC pack, one... right? And yeah, there is the, one. Yeah, Kazuya was number nine, so there's one more. Yeah, that's, that's nine. Nine fighters have been announced since. The, is that is this this is the ninth fighter? This is the like after him will be the last one from the fighter pass two. There's only one more left to announce. How many fighters have been it, added to the game since launch? Ten, I think. After well, nine. Ten, ten will be because I think there's five for each pass. Okay. Yeah, five for each pass. Yeah, did they say they're making a fighter pass three, or do you think it's done after two? Um, I don't know actually. I honestly don't know. I, I, I think see, I, I could see them another one. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I could I could see them supporting Ultimate as like an ongoing thing. Like I, I don't know if they're going to make another Smash. Like Ultimate seems to be a culmination of of all Smash, so I, I could see them supporting it like well into the future with future yeah uh, fight passes. Just keep it going. Yeah, but like, why not? Like, what, 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 what platform? What would you like to fix in in Ultimate? Like, what, what's wrong with Ultimate other than the online play? 
That's it. It's, the online play. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty fucking good. That's what I'm saying. Like, if yeah. there's a way that they could kind of fix the online play, and that's more on the Nintendo services side than I think it is with the actual game itself. Like, the game's pretty fucking good. Like, it really is kind of an ultimate version of fight of, of Smash. So where do you go from here if not just continuing to add fighters? So, I do, like, Smash I, I could... Ultimate Deluxe that has, like, the fighters included. Yeah. Yeah, so you don't have to pay for all the, the individual passes, but... Yeah, it's more, more hard to eat Deluxe. Type yeah, exactly. It just doesn't feel like you're going to get a Smash Bros. like like anytime soon, you know what I mean? Like It feels like this is going to be the Smash Bros., the definitive Smash Bros. for the foreseeable yeah. future. Yeah, I can't see another one on Switch for sure. Yeah. Okay, well that pretty much wraps up all of the major ones. So Gabby, oh, thoughts grades. on Nintendo? Grades, yeah, grades for Nintendo. Yeah, we got to do grades. I, my thoughts on Nintendo, I think the, really the only thing that really did it for me was Zelda. Um, I didn't even talk about fucking Zelda. <laughs> We, we let's talk about Zelda, man. I'm fucking, I'm <laughs> fucking just a big old trailer, super yeah. hyped. Super hyped. Watch. That trailer, the game that watch trailer was so was... good, dude. Okay, I didn't okay, cut I'm my like, promo. I just, I just stopped talking all, all of a sudden. I guess I just like whatever. <laughs> but it's, I it's cool. Game and watch. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> Guys, remember when you completely just inter- inter- interrupted me in the middle of my Xbox thing and asked us to move on to the next conference? That's, that that's... was Devin, by the way, not me. Okay? Yo, we almost had two hours. I... I'm just trying to keep us a, <laughs> keep us a First reasonable of all, time frame. It's, it's Thursday, so again, all of us are a collective today. If you interrupt me, then Devin also interrupts me. It's the same I'm just function. saying, Breath of the Wild 2 looks fucking dope. I hope they hit 2022. I'm not holding my breath. Um, After seeing that trailer, I think I do want to play... Uh, Skyward Sword again, just because it seems like they're they're taking a lot from it, a lot of influence, being a lot of like I guess floating islands and like you're, if it's gonna be Hyrule again, but as well now you can be in the sky as well. I don't know. It looks fucking Nintendo sick. fucks you, bro. That's exactly their marketing strategy. Let's show them the fucking sky because Skyward Sword comes out in a month, so we can get people to fucking want Skyward Sword. It's the same reason they didn't announce anything else for the Switch because they know Skyward Sword would not live up to. The other games, if they announced them first, if they announced Twilight Princess or any of that other shit, and it's fucking working. This is and you're my, the perfect example working. of that shit. This is my problem with Nintendo Ortega is they make a brilliant announcement, like this Metroid announcement, and then they go, okay, guys, it's Zelda time. And you're like, oh my god, is Majora's Mask and, and Orcarina finally coming to Switch? And they're like, look at this fucking Game, game Watch. And you're like, yeah. you fuckers, man. Like, you fuckers, time. yeah. That is like, the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my game entire watch life. Toy, like... <laughs> but just to just to touch on Zelda real quick, and specifically Breath of the Wild too, it's really cool that we're seeing like this whole Ocarina Majora's Mask with Breath of the Wild, Breath of the Wild Two type of vibe, where it's if it's very much the same type of world, just as Majora's and Ocarina's was, but like in a lot more of a a darker, Dark creepier setting. I'm all for it because Majora's Mask is still one one of my, if not my favorite, uh, Legend of Zelda game of all it time. Is, so it is I'm, my favorite Legend of Zelda game. I agree. Nice I am on Switch. I am. I hope, so, man. I hope yeah. so because I don't want to love my 3DS to play Majora's Mask. You know, do you think? I mean? I are you asking? Are you asking whether you think we'll get it on Switch? Well, I, I hope on so. Switch, but I'm enjoy I'm, fucking playing Zelda One on your stupid Game and Watch Ortega. Majora's <laughs> Mask on Switch, but now you got. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't fucking personally fund it, man. It's just available on the buy it. What do you want me to say? Like, what I do? Do we want to do grades for Nintendo real quick? <laughs> I didn't personally. I want to. Gr- I, I yeah. want to grade Devin. Fuck you. <laughs> F F U F U is my grade. 
F minus. Fuck you. M- minus. <laughs> uh, Nintendo grade? I'm going B plus for Nintendo. Yeah, I go I go B. No no pluses or minuses in my guys, just straight up just letters. <laughs> I go B. I go B. 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 There was never a chance Gabby was gonna give anything but Microsoft an A. I just want to point that out. So I, that's not go... true. That's not true, dude. That's not true. If Nintendo dropped the Mario or Donkey Kong, this easily would have been an A for me. Easily. I don't care. I've never played Metro before in my life, but I do appreciate that there's a huge following for it. Why are you getting so excited? I just I made a comment. Don't worry about it. Dude. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Nintendo can could have been an A for me, but it wasn't. I'm gonna okay. give it a B. B's a good yeah, one, man. I need you to pull your funding from the Game and Watch, dude. Please. Yeah, I can't believe you pre-ordered that garbage. <laughs> I haven't paid for it yet. Just saying. Not too late. No, I have it till <laughs> October 9th or whatever the fuck. November 12th, whenever it comes you out. Can, Anyways. You can no, buy your what are you grading, Nintendo? subscription for $5 and you play those games. Comes with the Amazon. Don't need it. Uh, also, it's a piece of shit. Don't need it. Um, I will give it... I'll give it a B plus. I think. I think the Metroid thing is huge. Like, I, I don't think that they're like that. The the fact that that is coming out could be like overstated. Like, and it, I mean the pacing. You know what? I'll give it a B. The pacing fucking sucked in some ways. Like the fact that they build up to this Metroid reveal, and then like it never really quite reached that high again. And it was that was like halfway through the conference. Well, the, I feel like that wild was pretty good way to end it, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not taking away from that, but like. Zelda does have its own special segment, but like for me, it should have been everything lead up to Metroid, go into Zelda, and like your last 15 minutes, you would have been like, what the fuck just happened? Like, we just saw Metroid 2D and then Breath of the Wild trailer, like, holy, holy balls. Instead, like, there's this moment where you kind of start to come down from the high of Metroid Dread with things like some of the remasters and stuff like that, and then you kind of ramp up again for the Zelda thing. So it's just pacing. It was like Metroid, and then they kind of kept me going with those little, like, Mario, like Mario Party, WarioWare, Advance Wars, like they're just kind of like, oh shit, oh just, shit. Like it was a good There's a part of me. There's a part of me that. There's a part of me that would have come out of that. Like if the last 15 minutes was here's Metroid Five, here's Breath of the Wild Two trailer, and here's like a little bit of a segment on on like Zelda. Like that's that that would have gotten me going. Like I would have left that and been like, wait a second, what the fuck did I just watch? Like Metroid Five, Breath of the Wild Two trailer, like back to back. Whereas you do have kind of those lulls in it, right? So I'm not. I'm not knocking it because I think it, like the announcements themselves, like I think like warrant a B plus. I just think the only thing I would have changed is like put Metroid in at the end, man. People wanted that game for a long time. That would have been a really, really great way to like end it before you get it into the uh, uh, Zelda segment. It was a nice bit of switch though. Of, uh, Prime's not coming, but check this one out. Though. Check <laughs> this one out, yeah. <laughs> and even just like the way that they kind of put Metroid Five up, it looked like it was like this game is probably years away because it's fucking. They just put it up in the most simplistic the manner. And, and then we got date, title, everything. Like, that's amazing. So, and it looks like they're taking, a, like, they in the developer. I know, Gabby, you said you're not really, like, you've ever played many of the Metroids, you're not super into it. Um, but they said almost like they did with Halo back in the day with, like, what 3 was supposed to be is, like, this is kind of like the end of Samus's story with the Metroids. And they're kind of like, they said they want to kind of, like, start fresh from here on out. So maybe it looks like they're trying to reimagine the Metroid franchise a bit. And, like, you can see in this game, like, there's clear stealth and horror elements that. Metroid hasn't usually had, so maybe we'll we'll see some other cool games coming out of them after this one. Nice. I, I was lucky enough to have gotten one of the uh, the special editions, and I'm still on the hunt for the amiibo for for uh, de- for um, 
Baptista, because I know that he definitely wants them. So shout out to him because he sent me the Amazon page and that the special editions for Metroid games sell out in like 30 seconds flat. So we were both able to get one. Um, but the Amiibo are still uh, How do you still a special for? edition for that game? James is gonna be pissed. It's like a it's like a steelbook and then some art cards. Like it's not it's nothing oh. crazy, but but um but yeah, anytime you see anything like special edition like that for a first party Nintendo game, like that's a it's a pretty fucking big deal. Like they tend Buy to go all really the quickly. Gabby's already fucking reselling. He's at Walmart day one. Yeah. Um. So yeah, B for me. Uh, B for Gabby, I guess, and then B plus for you, Deb. Yeah. Okay. All right, dudes. Well, that was E three. So I think. Oh, <laughs> I think overall, uh, I'll give the show kind of a rating <laughs> overall. Um, I give it a B minus. I think. There were some really, really good positive things. The Microsoft conference, the Nintendo conference, some not so great things. It was a very clear uh, indicator to me that E3, I don't think needs to exist anymore, to be quite honest. Like, I like the idea of having a week of like really, really dense announcements, but like, man, outside of the two conferences, so outside of three hours, like there wasn't really anything this week that had me kind of giddy or really excited. Um, so I don't know. I, I personally feel like this just kind of validated a lot of what we talked about last year, which was why can't we have something that runs throughout the entire year and we see announcements, you know, every so often. I like the idea of having like a week kind of similar to like to this week where there's maybe a lot of information that gets shared. Like it's just kind of an agreed upon industry thing. But I don't know if E3 itself needs to be uh, to go back to what it was before. Nor do I think it can go back to what it was before with big entities like Sony not participating um, in it anymore and uh and some other you know publishers and big companies also saving their announcements for their own platforms um including xbox and nintendo and, and ubisoft and that kind of stuff so um we'll see next year potentially maybe some changes um but overall this year uh, e3 b minus for me some exciting moments nothing spectacular biggest my game of show i guess so to speak was forza horizon 5 that game looks fucking unbelievable and then the surprise for me, the surprise announcement was uh, Metroid Dread. So I'm pretty pretty happy with those two announcements, if nothing else. But dudes, what about you? Uh, overall game, uh, E3 score, and then uh, your su- most surprising announcement, and your game of show. Um, I think the um, overall score, I think I'm going to go with a C plus. Like in general, it was, yeah, pretty lackluster. I think COVID was like pretty... Like, it was very obvious how, how much it's impacted things this year. I uh, definitely agree that, like, yeah, going forward, I think they got to really, like, rethink how E3 goes down. And, like, um, I, I'm okay with these little, like, direct style, like, game summer game fest style. Like, have these, like, cool little events. But um, I much preferred when they were all, like, condensed on one day. Like, I don't like having to, like, make sure I have, like, a week off to, like, have an hour of time to watch something that may or may not be worth it. So I, I liked it better when yeah. it was, like... Sunday, cool, I can watch the whole thing. Um, so, surprise game of the show. Um, I, yeah, Metroid Dread. I didn't think that was going to happen. And I was literally screaming. Like, I had to text my roommate to be like, I'm sorry, dude. Um, uh, game of the show, though. Uh, I don't know if Elden Ring counts, but I'm saying Elden Ring. Because, like, oh, man, I'm so happy we finally got to see that game. And, like, I consider Summer Games Fest. That's the beginning of E3. So, uh, yeah, I already started, like, reading I count, about the rumors I count and stuff. It. Yeah, yeah. Elden Ring's my... That counts. That's my game of the show, then. Uh-huh. Alright, about you? Oh, I think overall, I'd say B, B minus. I I do think that there's a lot of learns from a lot of companies that if they're gonna do an event, 
or a showcase or whatever that they can do it a lot better. Like we talk about the Koch Media's and like Square Enix, Square Enixes and like all these developers that like I guess they're trying to figure out how they want to go about it. Um, I do think we're gonna see Ubisoft and oh well, I think EA's already been doing it, but like I think we are gonna see Ubisoft do. I don't. I don't think we might. We might never see them do like a, a a regular E three anymore. They might just do their own UB forwards whenever they want throughout the throughout the year, as we were speculating. Um, but it was cool seeing seeing some things. Um, I think for me, I guess the game of show for me um, was Halo. For me, I'm super pumped for Halo. Um, got emotional watching it, and then for me. The, I guess the surprise for me was oh, was Somerville. I'm really pumped up for that game. Oh yeah, yeah, Somerville. I would say Somerville. I hope we get to play that soon. Did we get a release date for Somerville? I don't even know. Nice way too. Yeah, I hope. I hope. Yeah, it's gonna be great. It looks really cool. Cool. Well, uh, that's it. That pretty much wraps up our week. Um, we did not get. I mean, I. We could take this conversation offline, but I know that we were all hoping for a little bit more of uh, of of just um, opportunities to be able to kind of like chat and, and have some more insight into kind of developer uh, conversations and stuff like that. We really didn't get the opportunity to do that all that much this week. The uh, the E three portal wasn't always stable, um, and so it was there was really really bad, man. Yeah, I'm trying to you know still go to E three twenty twenty two, so I don't want to <laughs> say it was really really bad, but it definitely had some. It had some uh, some opportunities. We'll call it. That you much. just so, uh, said you just said I don't think E three needs to exist. I was like, yeah, yeah, I want to go to E three twenty twenty two. I didn't say that. I said I don't think it needs to exist the way that we expect it to exist in the past. I think this year uh-huh. is, a, is a jump off point for that. That's but... not what I clipped. <laughs> you want to clip the part where you literally just said it's just straight up bad. <laughs> They're gonna like send us an email like your application has been rejected in those sound clips. Like it's over already, dudes. <laughs> Wouldn't even use it. Uh, but no, I, I think there was definitely an opportunity for us to maybe uh, uh, engage a little bit more. But I'll be honest, like the portal just wasn't very intuitive to be able to kind of find out where we could engage and how to plot time on different developer schedules. Plus, we kind of got our media access pretty late, so we didn't get a chance to kind of plan out the show as, as well as we wanted. So the hope is that in the future, if we cover other game shows, and I'm sure we will talk about them even if we're not covering them as media, um, we will we will try to plan a little bit more and have a little bit more content throughout the the week, um, and then uh, yeah, we'll we'll continue to to, to meet everybody up uh, to meet uh, as the three of us on Thursdays as part of or it's free. But this pretty much wraps up our E three season announcements. I think we're gonna have a lot to talk about in the next couple of weeks, though. I, I anticipate that we're gonna see. We know we have EA Play coming on July 22nd. Summer Game Fest really just kicked off. And I do think that they're, uh, based off of what they shared around Death Stranding, we're going to see more in the next few weeks. I think that that's an indicator that we'll probably see something from Sony in the near future as well, Um, whether that's like a small little state of play or whether it's something as part of a a Summer Game Fest. So um, not quite done with gaming this summer, obviously, because there's there's a lot left to happen. So um, never ends. All right, EA Sports. All right, dudes. Um, we've been running for almost two hours. Uh, thanks for joining Over. us, everybody. Live. <laughs> thanks for everybody. Thanks for everybody joining us live on Twitch. We'll be back next, uh, same time next week on this exact channel. You can check us out on social media. In the meantime, at the slice dot at the at the slice to at the slice to on Twitter. 
Uh, but yeah, we'll see you next week. It's been a slice. It's been a Dr. Ice. Dr. Slice. Bye. Love you all. Dream over. <laughs> Remember to see that meme? No. <laughs>